listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Don't look down It's an impossible view About to fly and take a place in out there in the stars. When she leaves the ground, she'll see a broken heart if she turns around. But ain't no going back. This is how it must be. He told her she'll be burned alive. She just told him, Trust me. If funerals are beautiful, this ugly. Knowing this, he told her you would leave me if you love me. And he knows that because he knows her. Hard to hide his feelings as it engulfs her Now she's a bright blaze, light rays Are shooting out a phoenix on fire Burning up the night skate So let's hear it for our heroine Applaud as the spirit just flies into the never end One closed chapter, it opens up another part So this is more like the end Question, question, question Don't look down an impossible view Fly like an eagle Whatever you do Don't look down It's an impossible view Spread your wings Aerial Don't let me hold you back Only hold you back We on a dirty street This block has got a cold sack Now's the time to get on, like Spike Lee said, get on the bus. Go get your work and keep your beeper chirping as a must. If you're on that dust of corn, so I'm familiar with that smack, man. This music is like that green stuff. Twice upon a time, there was a boy who died twice and lived happily ever after. But that's another chapter. Live from the home of Bra- home of the brave with dirty dollars and beauty parlors and baby bottles and bowling ball and polis. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your hosts, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for another episode where we got a couple guests on via Skype. Yes, sir. Um, and you may recognize their voices if you've been listening to some of the shows that we've been listening to. Yes, sir. But we have Larian from Yeah Right Radio and now WCMCOnline.com, the conglomerate of uh, random ratchet pie, uh, bloggers and blog and, and radio hosts and, and, and podcasts and all kinds of shit. Say what's up to everybody, Simp Say. What's happening, man? It's your boy, uh, Larian, aka Simp Say, aka Unk. Um, what's that? The man, I got the name, man. I got hope. Yeah, somebody said, aka Hollywood Larian. Yeah, I got Hollywood That's again. We just had Royce. I, I, I'm surprised, uh, Rodney getting too much trouble about that, but yeah, we, we just had Royce on the last one, so, um, Wait, boys from the Bad Girls Club or being basketball wives? Hell nah, Royce the 5'9". 
All right. Now, I mean, cause you said it like we all was on a first name basis with Royce the Five Nine. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> oh, I'm about to I mean, I know you are. You know what I'm saying? I know you are big time. Yeah. But, but not all of us. We, we, we ain't dead yet. I couldn't have Royce on that would destroy that woman. But anyway. <laughs> but uh and then of course we have Adjective J from the Negro Majority uh podcast. Uh and Negro is spelled K N E E space Bro G R O W. Um a man that hates hearing the word minority because he hates the news, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the one program that he hates is the news because they always calling us minority. Minority. We We the biggest population, but they still call you minority. Yeah. So say what's up to everybody, uh, adjective J. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I only got one name. I can't. I can't live like Larry yet. I can't afford the other names, but I'm working my way up. One day. (laughs) (laughs) You could be uh, Compton J, man. Hollywood Hollywood Larry, Long Beach J. You know, I'll represent for Alabama, so you know, I'll be um, I'll be Birmingham J, Selma J. <laughs> well, cool, man. I appreciate both of y'all uh, joining us. Of course, their uh, websites for Larry is WCMCOnline.com. And for people that don't know what that stands for, Larry, what does that mean, man? Tell them about craft. That's uh, actually it's, uh, we, we we sat around and threw something together, and it was uh, where creative minds connect. But uh, my particular team um, over at Yeah Right Radio, of course, them being very verbose, they were, and, and being the creators of this whole craft movement, they made it uh, where craft meets craft. Um, <laughs> and cra- craft is just like anything, uh, kind of like next level, um, you know. It's it, like the actual the actual definition of craft, like fine work. So that's that's what we consider ourselves doing over in, in our own, you know, ratchet type way. Like <laughs> it's uh, it's ignorance, but ignorance refined. Like I, I like. Refined. Oh, that's what's up, man. I know uh, over there, y'all got Miss Rada, y'all got Liam. Uh, I forget the other cast name, and I don't mean no offense. By no, 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 that's cool. It's uh, the newest edition. Um. That's uh, Mariano. It's uh, at Revolutionary okay. um, on uh, Twitter. But yeah, that, that's the team right there. All right, and for people that want to follow you on Twitter, it's at Simpsay, right? Yep. S-I-M-P-S-E-I. There you go. And Adjective J, your website is AJ. Hold on, wait, huh? I just heard this a couple minutes ago. ADGI.blogspot.com. What does the ADGI mean, man? Um, that was when I was really arrogant, and uh, it actually stands for uh, Dynamic um, Genius Intellect. But um, wow. yeah, <laughs> I have to expose that. I, that was that was back in you know the arrogant days. So yeah. So you try to stay pretty uh pretty humble then. Um, now. <laughs> oh, you must have got curved. <laughs> <laughs> hey, going going back. Going back on that vegan uh, diet, that 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 a humble man, uh, man. Hey, I'm feeling great, man. Actually, um, I just got down on some soy joy chicken. I just want to let you know, and um, you know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm actually gonna start some sword training here in a little bit because swords will always be better than tasers. <laughs> wow. No, don't get me. No. And that chicken sounds happy. That chicken sound like it was dancing for you. So enjoy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, also, man, Karen had a couple of questions about how you started the show and stuff like that. Um, because we already know how Larry started right. the show. Um, he felt that there was a, a absence of vacuum of craft out there in the world. <laughs> and he needed, to, he needed to form a group of people together to combine to create craft for, for the masses. Craft superheroes. Yeah. So they all they performed it. 
I heard of this show called The Black Guy Who Tips, and I just stole their idea. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Run with it. Um, <laughs> so, so Jay, how'd you get how'd you get your start, man? What made you decide I need to put this shit into a podcast form? Uh, I guess you know I was blogging, and um, you know I like the blogging, and I like to write, and I, I've always been a writer. And um, I just don't like my voice. I really hate the way I sound, and I just, I've never been a fan of it. So I just, I heard actually you guys' podcast, and I heard one podcast before, and I kind of was familiar with it. But every podcast I heard had kind of been like white guys and like white humor. And then like when I heard you guys, and then like you guys put me on with, because I remember actually one of the first podcasts I heard was with Larian. And then of course I started like checking out Yeah Right Radio. And then I started checking out all these other podcasts that were done by black people. It was like, you know, there's this whole, I guess, like, entity of podcasts that are done by black people and it's black humor. And I was like, I have actually a chance to put my voice in there and just see what happens. And uh, like I said, I tried it once and I just kind of got hooked. So now I'm still doing it. Cool, man. Now that's kind of, I think uh, doing a podcast by yourself is hard. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, that's why, like, if you notice, uh, like, I started off by myself, and then I just started just getting guest host after guest host after guest host because, um, like, I am i don't create well with others. Like, I don't do well when I'm, like, have someone creating with me. Like, I don't want to, you know, give any other decisions to anybody else because I'm selfish like that. But, um, you know, having guest hosts on it, it makes it a little easier. Uh, the shows I write by myself are, are ridiculous, and I, I is intensive, and um, I really wish I didn't have to do it. So I get as many guest hosts as possible, and, you know, that makes it a little easier. One thing I can say about uh, you, Adjective J, is that when I was on your show, it was very fun. It, it, it was easy to feed off of you, and you did a very good job of of the ones I've listened to are pulling off of your guests, which is very hard to do when you normally work a lot by yourself. Well, you know, I appreciate it. Uh, really, I just try to, you know, have fun, and I figure if I have fun and the person with me has fun, then whoever is, you know, listening to it, they'll enjoy it too. So that's what I try to do. It's, it's fun for me. Um, like I said, even though I am kind of selfish, I do actually like people. And even though I'm a little arrogant, you know, I'm I'm not as arrogant as I used to be. As Larry mentioned, I got curved kind of hard. So, you know. I do notice that you have a lot of women guests uh, on your show. Is it a good way to meet women? Um... <laughs> uh, honestly, the, the women guests on my show just so happens that these are people that I follow on Twitter and I actually interact with on Twitter, and uh, it's just it's really just a bit of lack of like dudes that I interact with on Twitter, and it's making me now feel a little self conscious about that. But I mean, you know, there are some dudes on the show, and I actually is uh, one that I have done the most with is uh, a dude who lives here named Juice. Uh, Juice, yeah, Juice, and I know him. Like you know, me and him grew up together, so like you know, it, it works out. But yeah, no, I didn't even think about that. Maybe it should be a, a better way for me to meet women. If I was doing it right, it, it probably would be. Can you tell like the difference since you you are fairly new to the podcast game? The difference between before you started your podcast and after you started your podcast, and like how people interact with you. Um, I, I guess it's one of those things where like uh, I'm starting to realize and as I do the podcast, I'm like, I don't know, you know, if you caught the last episode, but the last episode, like I had like a whole little uh, spout off like rant and I'm starting to realize now that, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting more callous towards what people say to me. Because, you know, at first, you know, you first start getting feedback, you're, you're really like, oh, well, I need to change that. Oh, you're right, I don't need to say that. And then after a while, you just get to that point where, like, you just get pushed to it. It's like, you know what, fine, this is where we are now. I don't care anymore. So, I don't know. It's, it's been an experience, and it's one of those things where, like, I really appreciate everybody who supports it and who says, you know, that they enjoy it. And um, I'm starting to realize that if I do something that I think is a quality product and put it out there, more than likely, like, more people enjoy it than not. Yeah, it's coming, my nigga. That's how it happens, yo. They, 
Yeah, once, they'll, once they'll start, start having an opinion, that's when motherfuckers yeah, start, start slandering you. Yeah. And yeah, you just put a thought out there. All of a sudden, you got a Twitter beef, and you're like, damn it, I'm just minding my business yeah, before Karen, you even ignore me. Last night, Karen said that she, if she was Rondo, she wouldn't have came back in the game with no fucked up elbow. And some nigga was over there arguing with her about that. Like, damn, she can't say what she would have did. You know what? I, yes. I saw that, and I was thinking like, and I and I still say this like, Twitter beef is just Taco Bell beef. It's the exact same thing. It's thirty percent actual beef, but it's just everybody inflating it. And if you don't add anything to it, you don't really have anything. And people don't, like, you know, they don't realize that. Like, it's my opinion. It, it doesn't matter what you think, you know. And, and I'm getting to the point now where I'm I'm on, I'm on my ride where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. And, and it's I'm getting to that point, and you kind of have to be like that. Yeah, you kind of have to be because the thing is that when we seen the thing and Rondo went down and he talked about his elbow was fucking dislocated. Dislocated, okay? And I was like, well, in my opinion, uh, fuck that. I-, I made too much money to walk around with like my arm fucked up. People talking about he's brave. Fuck that. He ain't brave. <laughs> Having your body not function correctly is not brave. Sports is the only area. You do this shit in a normal nine to five, your supervisor's gonna look at your ass and say, take your broke arm home. They're not gonna tell you you brave for, for withstanding it and, and typing anyway. They're gonna tell you to go home. When you add all this money to it, all of a sudden it's an exception to the rule because the dude came back and he was like, well, um, you know, well, it's just his arm, you know, his elbow. It ain't his brain or his heart. I don't give a fuck what it is. It's a part of his body and it's supposed to be in the function correctly. Yeah. Well, longest intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why if, I ain't uh, say nothing. I already know how the game goes. <laughs> I'm still new. I'm still new, my bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. You ain't doing that wrong. It's fine. They ain't been passed. They ain't, been, they ain't made it in an intro in under 20 minutes and I couldn't tell you when. So we actually probably still... <laughs> <laughs> Breaking records. Yeah. Well, we like to introduce people to our guests first before telling them. Yeah. You're listening to the black guy who tips. So in case you don't know how to get back to this podcast because... You know, maybe you found this iPod in the bathroom or something. Yeah. You want to go to the blackouttips.com where we have our blog, our podcast, and we have our forums. Uh, you can go there. You can donate to the show. You can do a recurring donation. You can do a one-time donation. We appreciate everybody that uh, donates to the show. Um, I actually had a funny thought this weekend because I was reminiscing when we had... Romani Jones in the um, studio with us, mm-hmm. and his, the look on his face when I told him that people donate to the podcast. Yes, he looked like, oh, they give you money. Yeah. Yes. I was like, it's funny, man, when you when people don't see that you actually getting a check for what you do. This sometimes they'll help you out. Um, but uh, you know, of course, you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodham is Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D A T. And I forgot to say the adjective J is adjective underscore J. Yes. Um, of course, uh, the official. Weapon of this show is the official weapon is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Oh yeah! <laughs> and uh, you can email the show the tips at gmail dot com, or you can give us a, a call seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, that's when we typically uh, respond to those on Saturday mornings. Yes, and uh, we try to get a good feedback show in every week for the fans. Yes. Um, and this show is sponsored. Uh, it's sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions uh, It's time for another free Audio play giveaway But this time only true fans of the show Are getting it Uh oh So here's what you have to do You go to ShadowDogProductions.com Slash Tourism.html And you click Add to cart That seems pretty easy so far huh mm-hmm. 
See the box mark discount code? You see that box when you go there? Um, you're gonna have to answer a trivia question about the Blackout Tips show, and this short comedy audio play, Tourism, is all yours for free 99. Free! For free! Nothing, dog. But if you put in the wrong answer, you don't get shit. No. You have to pay for it. You gotta put the right answer. Now, you can try more than once, of course. But here's the trivia question. And Larry and Azure J, if y'all know the answer, don't say anything. Please don't. Um, what is Rod's nickname for Dwight Howard? Oh, no. If you know the answer, come over to the, to to web to Shadow Dog Productions website and pick up your free comedy audio play. Once again, the answer is what is or the question is what is Rod's nickname for Dwight Howard's? So that means for you new mean? people, yeah, that's what I was y'all just thinking. Like, go back and uh, listen to the old episode. Yeah, that only hardcore fans I've have been listening for a long time. time. No, I've yeah. been listening like since about. I thought I was in later in the game with y'all than I was. I've been down since like episode thirty-four, actually. So I've been in, <laughs> and, and I hate Dwight Howard. So I, I got many of the nicknames for his bum ass. So I didn't know you had one. <laughs> Yeah, my brother. Y'all, y'all, people don't know who y'all might have missed it before, but like Rod is like seriously my uh, my brother. I have to I have to do some research. I don't know. We my dad did. Like I cannot stand the dude, man. I cannot. Yo, he is he is the worst, man. Until he started going hard in the paint on Royce over this this uh this money, then I was kind of like, all right, well that now that is that is hardcore. I got to yeah. give him props for that. Yeah. But on the court, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, man. So um let's go ahead and get into some podcasts. And I got some random thoughts and then we got some articles. And uh we're just gonna do this thing, man, because no matter how last minute shit is, we can always do this thing professional and just fake it till we make it. And that's what this podcast is all about. Oh, yeah. We're gonna fake it till we make it. Yes, sir. A lot of people don't know. We're not in the studio. We're in the spare bedroom with one mic. Yes. So, you know, the people got dreams. You know what I'm yes. saying? I'm just living my dream right yes. now. Yes, and one day we're going to be live like Hollywood Larry and we trying to blow up. Yeah, got to get us a soundboard. I know. <laughs> yeah, we never going to have to get a soundboard so when we play it, y'all can hear it too. I tell you what, man. Y'all, whenever y'all don't, <laughs> this is a scary experience. I'm telling you. Y'all did my show before? You know how it is. Yeah. You never know who's getting on that line. You got to try to. <laughs> I, had, I had Emily get on that. And Emily's my girl, but Emily's a self proclaimed hoe. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll try. Oh, shit. Em, not now, baby. Later on now. Uh, we'll talk later. And uh, <laughs> trust me, man. Run from that live shit, man. And, uh, <laughs> it's, fun. it's fun once the game's on, but God, it's just a, a experience to have your heart by the beat of your chest. Yeah, we might not take calls. Yeah, we'll, I don't we'll know, see no, we can go. do calls. Well, mm-hmm. all right, let's uh, go ahead and get into the podcast. Um, I, I was thinking about sex toys um, after we talked to Deidre. Yes. You know, I, I, Deidre I, I, go in hard. Deidre goes hard in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. tank. Yes, oh, she very goes, hard. Yes. <laughs> goes hard in the motherfucking tank. Yes, very hard. Um, So we were talking to Deidre and whatnot, and I was thinking there's two types of sex toys. There's uh, sex toys that enhance and cooperate. With with the sexual situation, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For and this is from a male perspective. But then there's other sex toys that don't need no help. They they like I got this. They I just you just getting in my way. <laughs> like I think I, I think yeah I think a lot of dudes are intimidated by the sex toys that got like all the levers and gadgets and shit like that. Cause it's like what am I around for that? There's no 
There's yeah. no interaction needed. And maybe this is just me. And because of the toys I have, I think when it comes to sex toys, women win. I'm sorry. Everything yeah. goes in. I just push and it vibrates and it moves and it does its thing. Yeah, shit got lights on it. Yes. Hell yeah. I like it. But I think there's only there's only two types, man. Now y'all are both dudes, man. Have y'all ever had any interaction with sex toys, whether using them on the chick, using them on yourself, or just watching the chick use them? Uh, I go with Larry at first since he got, you know, he's older and probably has a lot more. <laughs> oh, yeah, he probably got stories that went wrong. I wanted to defer to Jay so I could feel comfortable in whatever my answer was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've never had none used on me because they don't really make none for me. Well, you know, other than Jesus' boyfriend or ex ex at the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really for all the, all the penetration action, so, um, but nah, I've used them on chicks before. I love sex toys because that, you know, that's work for me. Um, and then, like, you know, I'd be like, here, you play with this, I'm about to go downstairs and, and play on the PlayStation. So everybody wins. It's like, yeah, this is better than me. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like I just learned something just now. <laughs> I, I, I'm literally getting ready to grab a notepad and just write that down. Why haven't I thought to do that before? I I don't get that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a tried method and proven method for me. There you have it. What about you, Jay? You ever had any experience dealing with a chick with sex toys and stuff? Um, no, I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, I've never had the, like, you know, Larry said, I've never had the DJ experience, and, um, I don't think I ever will. Uh, there's not a point for me where I feel comfortable enough with anyone to just be like, hey, uh, you know, let me, let me get you to take something and, like, you know, rape me with it. Um, <laughs> that's not ever gonna happen for me. Uh, but, I mean, I think, like, with sex toys, sometimes guys get, like, a little intimidated. Uh, and a lot of times it happens because they think it's, like, a, I guess, replacement for them. And I think, like, it's kind of cool how Larian approached it because, you know, obviously he doesn't feel threatened by it. And I think a lot of times you may have some dudes who are, um, you know, they, they feel like they're lacking in a certain department. To, to be nice about it and you know the, the sex toy obviously the, you know the girl pulls out like the 10 inch like dildo with like pearls and beads and like, <laughs> and yeah, yeah click clacks and levers and it's like you know you, you can get intimidated it's like I didn't you know I don't even like I really don't like you know I don't glow in the dark so I mean I don't know I don't, you I, don't glow that. I don't glow in the dark like am I supposed to uh, man <laughs> you losing you gotta get your aura yeah. I, I put you on my <laughs> Yeah, please, Mariano. They'll teach you how to glow. Now these young kids, yeah, that's their whole thing, man. Once you get your key, man, you know what I'm saying? QI. That's when you start glowing, man. You just gotta, you just gotta <laughs> get that Dragon Ball Z about you, man. Go Kamehameha on that pussy. And 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 the, <laughs> and the thing about it is that most dudes shouldn't feel intimidated because it's a substitute, but it's nothing like the real thing. I'm yeah, so I mean, sorry. first of all, until they invent a sex toy that's gonna slap her on the ass, grab her hair, ask her whose it is, and help pay some bills, I ain't intimidated. No, no. This shit can't, this shit can't do nothing with me. Go be happy with that vibrating shit if that's all you want in your life. I ain't trying to knock you. Yeah. But no, it's not a replacement for a man. It's like saying a uh, pocket pussy is a replacement for a woman. Nope. That's true. You know what I mean? There's no nigga in the earth that does not feel pathetic after taking that shit off his no, dick. Cause, so, cause that, 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 that women gotta be the same way. It's up to some extent where they're just kind of like, 
that was good, but you know, I wish somebody was here with me. Yes, and on top of that, there's nothing like just the face to face, the breathing, the sweating that goes along. I'm sorry, unless that bit a dildo that can full fledged form into a real man with using double D batteries, you know, nothing more than that, then we can work. Yeah, plus women cheap as hell, so I mean, they ain't about to buy one of those like robots. Like Japan and shit, you know. Hell you could buy like no. a, you could buy like a sex robot if you're a dude in Japan, but you know, women they they not about to do that. They don't even want to pay yeah, for a whole meal. That shit, that shit, <laughs> like it hurts too. Now if I see a woman on a date, now listen, the first time I see a woman on a date with a dildo and that shit is picking up the check, it's a wrap, fellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm serious. Yeah, it, yeah, if we obsolete. Yeah, if mine start paying bills and going to work and all that stuff off them same WDs. <laughs> Yeah, baby, I'm sorry. It'll be Karen and the vibrator. Yeah, the vibrator who tips. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so I'm coming. Uh, I'm trying to come up with a name, and I, I tweeted about this earlier. Y'all might have seen. I think Jay was talking about it too. I'm trying to come up with a name for the state of inebriation between sober and drunk because that's really about my range. I'm not into passing out and you know taking off my clothes. And laying on the bed with just my socks hanging out, and have people take pictures Drinking of me. Drinking and stuff. Yeah, I'm not into that shit. <laughs> what? What, Larry? What? Yeah, I'm just saying. Right, whatever. <laughs> I just what? I can't say. I'm just not into that. That's all. Yeah, cool, cool, right? <laughs> I didn't say anybody was into that. <laughs> I didn't call no wow. names. Yeah, I feel innocent. I just, so. What's so bad about that is that I know that wasn't premeditated. Like that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no until like right. <laughs> Alright, cool, right? No problem. Hey, you can you can look on the you can look on the sheet and see I didn't write any of that down. But um I'm like I'm trying to come up with a name and people were giving me suggestions because I don't like I don't like tipsy as a for a dude. As a dude, I don't feel comfortable being like, I'm tipsy. You know what I'm saying? It just feels like something a chick would say. Or, um, you know, other people were giving me, like, other suggestions, you know, like, but they were either, like, for states that were way further than what I mean, like, hammered. I'm, I don't get hammered. I'm 32. Yeah. I have responsibilities. I have shit to do in the morning. Yes. Hammered is hangover time. Yes, that is. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to get to that point anymore. That's like, if I get hammered, I fucked up that night. That's how yeah. I see it. Yeah. Like, damn, I should stop. You end up like I did, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, um, uh, some people suggested. One dude told me he uses states of toast. So he goes from uh, something like uh, brown to burnt or some shit like to toast it. He goes something to toast it to burnt. And I was like, um, <laughs> I don't want to tell anybody I got burnt last night. Yeah. No. <laughs> So that don't sound. Yeah, hey, I don't know who you kicking with, but if I came to yo, Larry, what up, son? You missed a crazy party, dog. You should have seen it. I got burnt, dog. I got burnt last night. Oh, thank you. Hanging out with a couple chicks, got burnt that night. Cause if you tell me, you gonna get checked for some STDs. Yeah. So I was like, I can't use that. Another person said they use loose. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's, that sounds worse than tipsy. It does, right? Loose, loose. That's not like a woman that just went out there and said, fuck it, I'm fucking everybody. And I'm a dude. I can't. I, man, I was loose last night. Where? where? What part of your body was loose? <laughs> <laughs> well, now, you what are you guys doing? You should that party? Okay. You talking about loose like that? You sure DJ went at that party? Yeah, maybe DJ is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that dude was saying after. He's like, oh, I got loose tonight. 
Everybody's like, oh, he just mean he's drinking. No, no. Uh, Larry, what do you say when you get uh, that state that state between sober and before fucked up? Like, what do what do you call that? In between, I usually say I'm um. I, th- I think I just normally just say buzz. Like I think that's my normal term. Like before we get, you know, yeah, before we get all the way faded. Because I, I was actually about to say um <laughs> pickled, which. <laughs> <laughs> All this oh. homophobia, I'm surrounded. I was like, wow, yeah, that's going to work either. <laughs> hey, if you're lucky, you can say it on this show, man. It won't hey. get back to you. Yeah. We don't judge. I'll say it on my show, but, you know, I just know the hell fire is going to come down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so what do you say, Jay? Um, actually, you know what? I guess I had said uh, I'm getting ribald um, on Twitter, which, by the way, like I actually did look it up, and I retract that now. Apparently, ribald is completely sexual, which I was unaware of, and I, I'm guessing that, you know, what did you think it would be? I'm getting ribald. <laughs> that sounds tame to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure, and that's why I looked it up. And then I was like, okay, I was wrong on that one. Um, I would just go for, uh, you know, I'm getting comfortably drunk. Like, I mean, you don't want to be just like wasted to the point where you're uncomfortable. So I'm just getting comfortably drunk, or just getting comfortable. Yes, and that word you said sounds like you get raped in the eye. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, what the hell is that? Because Roger be using all these terms and I have to find out what it is. I'm like, what the hell is that? Uh, well, uh, go ahead, Larry. I'm sorry. That's when you hang out with your white friends. And then you wake up. Totally rival them. <laughs> you took pictures of it, put it on Facebook, yes. tagged his mother to it. Um, you should have seen him, man. But uh, what I, the, the, what I'm gonna start using is prime. Like I'm gonna start just saying like I, I was prime last night. You can use it like I was in prime form. You can use it for that state when you're about to go to all the way to drunk because you can say I'm primed. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how I be feeling. I be feeling like I'm in prime form. I be, my brain is still working tight. Everything is still funny, but. I'm not fucked up and out of control. I'm not about to black out. That that's cool, but then you make me want a steak. Whatever, Karen. You, <laughs> you can call it what you want. But men, real, it's my term only. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Other people want to use it. That's fine. But I mean, obviously, at this point, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be the only one saying it. Yes. I'm gonna say I'm feeling prime, man. I'm cool. Like this Bacardi and rum got this Bacardi and Coke got me feeling prime tonight. I, I think I'm gonna stick. stick I guess because I'm a woman, I stick with tipsy. I'm fine. Yeah, women can say that shit because all them words with the Z's and S's in it, y'all. That's for y'all. Okay. So tipsy, buzzed, whatever y'all want to call it, but. You know, and then all my white friends got the extreme. Like, I was nuclear bomb last night. You're like, okay. <laughs> I went Chernobyl. What the hell? What are you talking you about? Drink it to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. Um, speaking of white people and drinking, I'm starting to think that white people are slowly paying back reparations by buying Negroes drinks. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if y'all kick it with white people that have jobs and shit. I do. Yes. And they yeah. always buy my drinks. Yes, yeah. I don't even drink. And a lot of times they be like, Karen, what you want? I be like, nothing. They get angry. I be, they be like, what you want? I be like, uh, uh, give me a soda then. They're like, no, what kind of drink do you want? We had this thing where we beat the table and a little cup fell in the glass and I didn't know what the hell to do with it. It was called a sake bomb. Oh, okay. See, I don't drink that often. I was like, hey, why is everybody beating on the table with me? See, I'm sorry. I don't know nothing about drink etiquette. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, of course, I wanted to invent my drink, the Nagasaki bomb, where you take eggnog and then you take sake and you do bomb 
a drink it. And it's probably maybe the most offensive name drink <laughs> that, that I could come up with. But I mean, if you think about it, it's, you know, Japanese rice wine that you're, that you're dropping into the middle of eggnog. Now it's seasonal, of course. But I mean, I thought that that was brilliant, but nobody has taken me up on it because it probably tastes like shit. I yeah. bet you do, and you call me racist. That's just like the that's uh, not racist. That's just like the Mexican car bomb. Um, it's and, and it, it is as racist as it sounds. It's like a Corona that you drop um, like tequila into, and it tastes terrible. It's like the worst thing ever. I mean, it, it'll get you. It'll get you. Um, but well, it'll get you primed. But it's it's <laughs> it's a monster. Like you don't want to do that. Like I did it one time. And I just, I regretted it immediately after doing it. And then I, re- I did it a couple more times after that. And I regretted those too, but I really regretted, you know, next morning when I was like nursing some Gatorade. Now, did a white person buy that drink for you? Yeah, you know, I always thought that was just because like I'm a really big black dude. And I thought they were just trying to appease the black guy. Like, let's just keep him, you know, happy. And I, I or either that or I just thought I didn't have the money. And, you know, that's one of those stereotypes that worked in my favor. So I was like, okay, yeah, you can buy me drinks all I night. I think you're right though. I think you're right, and I think that's what Rod's hitting at, if I'm, not, if I'm not being presumptuous. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, that's what I'm hitting at, Larry. And I, I think that they feel bad. Like, if you're not doing as good as them, they're like, well, it's probably because you're black. And it's an unspoken thing, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, this nigger. They're just like, oh, man, I like this dude. And, I, you know, I, I owe him. My family probably owns some of his family. Let me at least give him some drinks, because we know we ain't about to give him no reparations. So... I, you know, I'm keeping accounts, man. And some of my friends are almost paid up, and some of them got a long way to go, you know. But if they listening to this, then they know they got to, you know, some of y'all got to get on your grind. I, I feel like we might be saying too much already, though, Rod, because it may get back to them. Like, maybe they don't even know they're doing this shit. And it's like, like wait a minute, I do feel good. I I don't even believe in affirmative action. And here I am giving people drinks. Yeah, this guy is, yo, you are really a genius. Like, I never thought about this shit because me and, uh, I'm actually, I gotta write a blog entry about that. Um, that, that'll be coming out pretty soon. And, uh, um, and we were, we were actually going to talk about drinking with your white friends because they do always buy the drinks. I didn't realize that they owed us those drinks. But now, yeah, they do. Like, all right, now I um, since I, I I got that DUI recently, I wonder if they'll pay for that too because I was I, <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking with white people. They bought me a lot of alcohol. It wasn't even my birthday. I was going for somebody else's birthday, and they got me trashed. But none of them helped any of the money to get me out of this legal situation I'm now. I'm so you were you were full of the white man's liquor. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the other side who wasn't hanging out with me. Like, hmm. I'm not like a conspiracy theorist, but it, it sounds like they were trying to get you drunk, Larry. Like maybe they were just trying to set you up to get you into the system, man. <laughs> <laughs> My white people. But I still live in the south, and so there's other white people who are like, oh, look at this. You've been hanging out with white people, haven't you? You think you better than another boy? Because he's working. You gotta think the cop is working. So he's. Mad. So what was it like? What was it like when you got pulled over, man? I laughed because I knew I was going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went right to laughing like I giggled because I was like, hey, I'm going to jail. I chuckled. This man don't get me. In the back of your mind, what you thinking about? This is gonna make a good, yeah, right, radio episode. You know what? I was thinking I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm going to jail. I um, when I I, I at the point where I got pulled over, I actually quit drinking. I knew you know the risk I was running, so I had quit drinking for about two hours. 
And uh, I actually barely blew over the legal limit. I got pulled over for speeding. I wasn't like swerving anything like that. You know, and I was, you know, just just right over the limit. So I kind of knew, but I just knew where I was at. And I knew, you know, I live out in the country. I'm like, they are taking me to jail. There's nothing to question here, you know. And that's just going to be the end of it. I spent um, about four hours in custody. It was the wackest four hours of my life. You'll never see me in jail again. If I go to jail again, bro, it's going it's going to be for something real. I'm going down for some money. Something hardcore for murder. I'm not going for no DUI. Four hours in jail was whack. Never going. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I love my husband, but uh, it would not be an episode of the black guy who tips that week if Roger get a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah. But well, how are we gonna how are we gonna pay for the court costs if we don't get no donations? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I had to get back on these streets, baby. Feed the beast. Well, it won't be none that day. Um, but you know what's interesting? Like, um, like you got pulled over for speeding, but you knew you were going to jail because it was like so you were fucked up enough to know like I'm gonna look fucked up when they come up to you. No, I was. I mean, I, I promise you, I was very coherent. I just knew I've been pulled over before. They always give you a breathalyzer. I know I wasn't tore up, but I knew I had enough to blow. I knew that much. I had quite a bit of liquor. But I just hadn't had any in like two hours. And I metabolized pretty quick. And actually, by the time it got me down to the station, about 20, maybe 30 minutes later, I was already under the limit. So, wow. I, you know, it was, I, I knew, I just knew the routine. You live out here in the country, you live in the South, man. I live in the, in the country part of my city, too. So I'm like, oh, this ain't going well. Like, I already know. The dude who pulled me over, work, I work with his brother-in-law every day. Like, this is, this is wow. world we're talking. This is Mayberry life. <clears throat> Damn. So is that good? You think that? Are you thinking about how that might fuck you up if you try to get another job? Like if that's on your record, or is it not even at that point yet? Um, I mean, I ain't. I don't know. You just depress the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I must say this. I'm person might have it expunged. I mean, we can also talk about how I think you have a problem with alcohol at this point, man. I mean. Larry and Socks, you know what I'm saying? That shit happened. And then you had that, you had that, uh, you had that four loco, and you fell asleep on where's my 48? Cause you know, four loco got nothing but caffeine, so I know you was drinking more than just four loco that night. So, so like, then you got the DUI, man. Do, do we need to have a talk, man? Intervention. I got a story for every one of those, though. So I don't think I got a problem. Maybe I do. I can. I can. <laughs> <laughs> Alcoholics got stories. Yeah, yes, cause nah, cause, nah, cause when I fell asleep on their podcast, it was um um what's his name? Brandon hit me up last minute, and I was like, "B, I'm tired as I don't know what, dog." I said, "I will do this, and I'm gonna try this." So I tell you what, I'm gonna run out and go grab a four loco since y'all did that without me, and see if it works, see if it helps keep me up. And I was good for a while, but you know, Brandon, man, Brandon podcast be like. Brandon podcast be a hot seven hours. <laughs> they need to change the name of that shit from "Where's My Forty Acres" to the Middle Passage. Shit's <laughs> shit like five hours long, man. Yeah, yeah. That was a now, mind you, that was a two part podcast, and I thought, okay, well, when did I fall asleep? So I'm listening to the podcast. I was up for like the first hour and forty five minutes. I'm like, well, nigga, that's a wrap. <laughs> They're just <laughs> you fell asleep on the second show. <laughs> like you, you know what I mean? That's what happened. So you know, I, I have a yeah. problem with alcohol. Um, but I ain't quitting. Not yet. I ain't won yet. Nah, yeah. quitting is for losing. Yeah, and on top of that, you must have been tired as shit because that four loco had my heart fucking racing for days. Me too, man. Oh I my god. 
Yeah, it was. Still I was really tired. I do remember that. I was just like, man, I'm about out of here. But I, you know, I was like, yeah, hey, I'll do it. You know, I hold it down, and you know, I got killed for it. But hey. Well, uh, I went to the bank this week. I don't like going to the bank. I don't know about you guys, but uh, they fucked up something with my actual uh, with with my fucking money. Like I, I made a deposit, they entered the shit wrong, and I ended up with all kinds of motherfucking charges. And like I went and checked my bank account the Monday morning, and my shit was like a thousand dollars in the negative. I was like, "What? In, did somebody like hack my account? Did somebody?" Steal my credit card. No, they just fucked up. So we had to send Karen up there to take care of shit. And, you know, I really appreciate Karen for being able to t- go take care of shit. But it was involving both of our accounts. Like, we have separate accounts. Yes. So it was involving both of our accounts. So, you know, shit was taking four or five days to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys ever had to go into the bank for any type of fee or charge to dispute that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, I don't, maybe, I don't know if it's just me or not. But don't you just feel like they're gonna fuck you? Like oh, yeah, I, I walked yeah, in, yeah. I walked in, and I knew I was right. I knew I was right. They had already admitted they were wrong to Karen, and this lady was being really nice to me, and I was still being really apprehensive because I was like, "What are you gonna say to me in five minutes that is gonna completely change the tone of this conversation?" Because I come in the bank prepared to fight. You have to, and. <laughs> You have to, and on top of that, um, I have two sides to me. I have like the playful, you know, jovial Karen. Then I have the Karen, I'm whoop your ass. Okay, now it's time to fight Karen. And the lady wouldn't mean, but when I went in there, I had to, okay, bitch, if we got to get ugly up in here, I will get ugly with your ass up in here about my motherfucking money that you stole from me <laughs> out of my bank account. Yeah, especially with your fault, man. Yes, now if it was my fault, I'd have took it and kept it pushing. But this shit was your fault. It's my fucking money. Keep your hands off of it. Yeah, man. So I, I went up there and the lady was really nice. Um, the other thing I found out is my mom's name is still on my fucking bank account. It sure is. <laughs> because it was, it was open. It was open when I was like seventeen. So, so like her name's on there is like the cosigner or something like that. And um, I'm a man now because I took off the account, man. Happy Mother's Day, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like, I had something like that happen to me where, like, they hit me for probably about, like, I guess I looked at my account, I was, like, 600 in the negative, and it was just, like, I had a moment where, like, you know, my heart stopped for a minute because, you know, like, I was proud of my having, you know, the money I had, and then, like, to go from, like, a certain amount to, like, 600 in the negative, I was, like, I don't even know, like, what I would sell to get this $600 to get this back up. So, hey, that again. So, you got that turn the trick. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, like, I go to the bank, you know, I'm, I'm, I go in, like, like you said, you go in, like, with this feeling of, like, look, you know, I'm, this it's about to get nasty. Like, I go in with the intentions, like, if I leave and I haven't thrown a chair, like, I fell. So, I went in with, like, this, this, you know, I went in, like, the hall. I was ready to go. And, um, the lady was actually trying to call me. Well, sir, you know, I understand. I was like, no, you don't understand. Because I guarantee you, you will be going to your house where you'll probably enjoy some food. You'll, like, you know, you have a car with gas in it. Like, all that stuff is now done for me. Like, I have, you know, I don't have any gas in my car. How am I going to get home? And if I do get home, you know, I was going to buy some groceries this week. But now, you know, y'all done toasted me for that. And she's like, well, it's only going to be about four or five days. I'm like, well, can I just come stay with you? Because you have gas. Right. <laughs> and four or five days is a long time to not have money. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, you know how much shit that I realized I need money to do in that four or five days? Yeah. I don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Assets that I'm going to liquidate while I'm waiting for that? What, what am I going to do? I'm not, yeah. my TV. That's, it's not going to happen. Man, it was crazy, dude. I, 
But and she told me also when she was when I was telling her I need to get my mom off my account because I'm 32. <laughs> um, she was like, uh, she was like, well, uh, you know, there was this one guy who had his mom on his account. And he came in here and he was upset because she had went in and been taking out his money. Like he was a grown ass man making regular ass money. And she was coming into the bank and making withdrawals like every day on this nigga's account without him knowing. Happy oh, Mother's because Day her name was on it. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day, Jay. For real, yeah, that's that's for real. Oh, I, I, I love my mom, but uh, yeah, we, we would have a few of And there was nothing they can do legally because her name's on the account. He can't just say, take this bitch name off? No. Well, yeah. they, she told me the only way to get somebody's name off uh, is they have to die. And you have to bring in a death certificate. So, so I gotta kill my mother. <laughs> yes, mother you had to go. kill your mom. Man, man. I, I, that dude was probably go. like, you know what? That shit sounds good. That shit sounds good to me. I'll be right back. <laughs> He's like, I'll be right back. What time do y'all close? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back with your business hours. Yeah, it's three o'clock. I, I got two hours to handle this. I'll be right back, ladies. Yeah. But um, uh, that was just weird, man. I'm glad I'm a man now, so I'm officially grown. Yeah. Uh, got my own account. Look at me now, Mama. I'm shining. <laughs> uh, God, thirty-two. So. Yeah, I'm thirty-two. I mean, it took me a while to grow up, man. Uh, I just friended this chick on Facebook. I got a Facebook request, right? And I don't really know this chick, but you know, whenever I get a Facebook request, I check it out. I do investigating. I'm CSI, baby. I'm, I'm like Horatio over here. So I, I go click on her name and I look at the request, and we got three mutual friends. Okay. And they're all dudes that I play basketball with at the YMCA. Okay. So I was like, okay, I guess that's my, you know, I, I, I guess I'll go ahead and friend her. Mm-hmm. The number one post on her page, the latest thing she posted, was a picture that looked familiar. It was a dude that I play basketball with. Oh. And I'm not friends with him on Facebook yet, but I know him. I know him from playing ball, right? Wow. So I look at the comment under this dude's picture, and it says... <clears throat> This is Brett, and let's say his last name is Jones, right? Oh, oh, this is, oh, that's, this, that's my last name. Let's not do that to my last name. <laughs> no, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just like you know, you love Karen Parsons. Yeah, uh, that just happened. <laughs> so this is, uh, so this is Brett Smith, right? Let's go with Smith yeah. since Jones, Jones won't work anymore. Apparently, Thank you can't you. Have don't disperse my family name. So this is Brett Smith, ladies. Beware, this guy is a liar. He will say anything to get what he wants. He can't be trusted, all caps, exclamation points. He's a player, too, and players capitalize. Even hollered at my friends behind my back. I just think you all should know what kind of guy he is. So when he hits on you, just beware. Three exclamation points. No. Right? I know this nigga. Like, it's, it's a white dude, but I'm saying nigga. But anyway, I know this dude. And I was... And I was like, uh, you know, like, wow, I can't believe. I, what a coincidence! This chick befriended me, and in the first post was was hating on this dude that I know. So I, I went and looked him up, and he's on Facebook. So I, I befriended him, and um, then, then I went and commented on it, and I said, "What did he do this time?" <laughs> I always, I always knew he was a jerk. He tried to play me before too. He cheated during a basketball game, and if you cheat on the court. You will cheat in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and she she liked my post. She she liked it. And then she went on. Uh, apparently, me and her are the only ones who know about this cheating motherfucker. I but guess so. She put four more posts up. 
Yes, she did. Going in, didn't she? She said he lied about everything, even little stuff that didn't matter. He went behind my back when we were broken up, but he was trying to get back with me. He was playing both of us. I don't know if she means me and her or yeah, she's what. trying to both of the girls. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. At least she was like, she was like my new best friend, and he hates that. He is a cheater and a liar. But guess what? He got played. That dummy had no clue, and he still doesn't. Karma is a bia, bia, and he he's gonna get his three exclamation marks. Um. Then she says, "No wonder he doesn't have any friends. He's a liar, and I guess nobody needs a friend like that." I heard he, and then she spelled he wrong. But anyway, I heard he got his ass. Beat. I heard he got his ass beat by his close friends in high school. But he never said anything to me about it. Sucks to be him. And uh, I do remember him getting beat up back in the day. But he never really told me what it was about. But I heard it was over some drug stuff and all this. So I felt bad for the dude. Because, you know, we all out here trying to get that paper. He needed to get that money so he could buy my drinks at the bar. So I ain't really trying to hate on this dude. Um, I'm actually kind of glad this happened. Because I like being single. And not, I mean, the lady got to test too much, right? At this point, I have not said anything back to her. This is her third response going in on Oh this yeah, yeah. When you angry, you can't spell right. It's like being like being primed. You can't see. <laughs> you just like, I'm typing some shit and I'm mad. She says, uh, I'm actually kinda glad this happened because I like being single and not having to worry about what he's doing or who he's talking to behind my back. He never deserved me to begin with. I don't even know why I ever gave him another chance after he went behind my back before. So <laughs> wow! Oh shit! Some people friend. never <laughs> say that again, Larry. I'm sorry. That is it. I don't <laughs> care about so... you, and that's why I'm dedicating all this time and keystrokes on my fingers for the day. Come yeah. on, you obvious. You know she. You know she went to don't. You know she went to don'tdateemdgirl.com right after yeah. this show. Oh, let's see. Um, uh, some people never change. All he cares about is getting pussy, getting high. Playing video games and shooting pool. Now, see, this is a dude I'd like to kick it with, man. <laughs> I would have known he was into all this before we like, could have hung out a little bit. And he thinks he's God's gift and never does anything wrong. All I know is I'm getting tested for everything. Um, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, she serious? That's what happens when boxes of wine cost $20. Everybody, all of her, all of her friends can see this. Yes, this is public knowledge. This is like, why would you say this? Um, all right, man, I think I'm gonna like this comment. By the way, (laughs) I like that. Um, all right, so she says I'm getting tested for everything on Monday because who knows where all the that dirty dog's nasty dick has been? I need a shower. Ugh. And then you know I was like, okay, so it's probably over, but no. She says he was a jerk when I knew him and when we were younger. He still is and always will be a jerk. Loser, caps lock. Don't people know that a shower can't wash certain STDs? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't certain ones. I believe it's all of them. I don't believe there's an STD you can wash off last I checked. If so, I'm willing to roll his axe a few more times out there. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear him take a shower, I can get rid of this here syphilis. You got to move quick. <laughs> <laughs> got to hop right off and put you into the shower, man. It's the only way. So cute. Yeah. Man, but dude, I was laughing so hard reading that shit, man. She was just going in on this dude. And I, of course, I'm going to go back. But I, the question I have for you guys is, 
is it against bro code or should I go ahead and hit him up and be like hey dog she she is raking your ass through the mud and, and him, give him like a private message on, on Facebook or should I just stay out of it and keep making comments and egging the shit on and try to make it more dramatic <laughs> I think you know, just for comedic sake, you know, right? You know, you know the, <laughs> you know the uh, slogan, man. And uh, no, nothing's wrong if it's funny, dog. <laughs> it is your job. Begging <laughs> this shit, someone like you, you can't. Somebody else could do that because he's probably already been sold anyways at this point. So yeah, so, somebody else could do that. But your personal job is to keep this going as long as possible because I love to hear about it on the next podcast. Oh. Okay. All right. What about you, Jay? <laughs> What should I do, man? I know you're like the moral compass because you always, you know, try to, you know, say the right thing. So what's up? Yeah, I, I like how you started me off with that. I was actually going to agree with Larry until you called me a moral compass. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, honestly, I think old dude is already aware that she is probably unhappy with him. I might be wrong. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where like it's, obviously she's got him on blast. I don't think he even cares. Like. If I did someone that dirty and I'm that horrible a person, like you put me on blast on Facebook to your friends isn't going to be something I'm concerned about. And it is it's entertaining. Like if she's actually that far on blast where it's fun to read, I mean, you know, get entertained, man. That's what Facebook is for. Man. All right. Cool, man. Because I also got another person on Facebook and I don't know if we have time to get into this dude. But you, y'all remember that that blog post I wrote about Obama? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody, uh, Lyndon, he friended me on Facebook because he was like, hey, man, check out my, um, these comments that people are leaving on your post. I put it on my page. And, of course, you know, it's like all white people from Kentucky and shit. So, uh, the people that did decide to speak up were the most vocal. You know, one person said it was a pity party. Um, another dude was just going on and on about what he thought I meant and all this stuff. And, um, he friended me. Because, you know, I commented and was like, eh, well, that's not really what I meant. But, you know, I, I get that y'all are going to think whatever. So he friended me and then started sending me private messages about politics for like three days. Wow. And I tried to change the subject. I was like, man, what? I'm going to see Thor, man. What what movies are you looking forward to? <laughs> and he named like he named like two political movies. And then he made some type of basketball polit- political analogy and shit. And I was just like, dude. I do not talk about politics this much with anybody. I don't give a fuck. Like, I know I'm not going to change your mind. Like, why are you still talking about this shit? Well, you know what happened, right? What happened? Well, I mean, he probably saw that you were the black guy who tips, and I guarantee you he's recruiting black people for the Republican National Convention, man. He's trying to get some <laughs> of the GOP. That's well, I gave him I gave him Chris's information. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the nigga for this shit, man. I, I, I just did not want to... Um, deal with that man i mean he, this dude told me he has been on a, a list emailing his friends about politics since 2004 what yes the same people i said man that is way too long to be talking politics with the same people i wouldn't hardly call you know like he was talking about how black people voting for obama in a landslide and and then it never happened before so they must be doing it because he's black and i was like dude there was a lot of black people that didn't ever vote before that went out and voted. It wasn't like all the Republican black people turned Democrat. They've been hating niggas for way longer than oh, you can't yeah. undo that type of hate. Like, I've heard those black people, man. They got picked on and they never got over it. So, those people did not change. It's just more niggas was like, I'm going to go ahead and vote this time. I think the beloved got a chance. But it was just weird because this dude talked to me for like four days. 
long ass post, man. Long shit. Like, I was like, dude, I'm not doing this. Like, it's just ridiculous, man. Anyway, man, Facebook is the devil. Um, <laughs> it, it's something I would like to say, and I was messing with Jay, but on one of um, Adjective Jay's podcast, he was talking about his love for Karen Parsons. Right, and, the actress. Yeah, the actress. Yeah. It was funny, though, because when I was listening to it, I started laughing, and I hit him up. I was like, hey, that's my maid name. You never told me you had this affection for me. So then he started saying that you was going to beat him up, but I told him he ain't had nothing to worry about. Yeah, I wouldn't beat you up, Jay. It's cool. Oh, that's good, because this um, is getting awkward. Because I know that, I know that, <laughs> I know that actress too, man. You know what I'm saying? She was hot. Yeah, as long as I get called um, Hillary, we're good. Exactly. Um, one thing about Twitter I noticed too, and you guys are on Twitter, y'all tweet a lot. I know y'all noticed this shit. Is there any holiday that motherfuckers will not ruin? <laughs> can we can, can we just let people be, man? Like, it's Mother's Day. I wake up and niggas is slandering mothers. Mothers. <laughs> Who is... Who's against mothers? <laughs> Everybody had or has one. You know what I mean? If you don't have have one now, you had one. God, yeah, I, I said that early this morning because I, I don't sleep late. And I said, I, I tweeted, I said uh, something like waiting on um, somebody to bring negativity into my timeline, essentially, because I just know this. Yes. I'm like, it, it's coming. Give it a little bit. I even like, had Mother's Day jokes that I reserved. I, I was like, nah, I don't want to sell these, you know, the whole Mother's Day vibe. I had a couple of good ones, too, and I just was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Like, can we all not agree on one thing? Mother's Day is good. I get, you know, I kind of understand some of the other holidays. You want to come in and be like, you know, the pagan system of religion is what led to the enslavement. of. <laughs> okay, cool, I get it. Christmas is whack. I get it. Uh, Columbus fucked up some Indians, yes. Uh, Thanksgiving was the, the Indians feeding the white people who would later conquer and oppress and kill them and eradicate them. I get that, but fucking Mother's Day? Mothers? Like, even in the black community where you have, like, 70% of children born to single parents, the 70% is, is fucking women. It's mothers. We all love the moms, man. Who the fuck are these people that were like, yo, shout out to the moms that ain't shit. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck, man. Nobody gives a... And then to make it so bad, I guarantee they mama... The person tweeting that, they mama was cool. Like, it wasn't even like they talking about they mama. Yeah. You know where it's personal? Like, my mama ain't shit, so fuck Mother's Day. Like, it's not even that. It's just, fuck the moms that got pregnant trying to trap a nigga. Oh, man. Come on, now. Yeah, today... Come on, yeah. now. <laughs> It's it's just I mean you know uh, me and Twitter have a real big love hate relationship. It, it's great because I find you know some real dope people on there, like minded people, and that's a really great um, you know place to meet these kind of people. And, and then I hate it because I come on and then I just see you know recycled anger and negativity half the time. It's like, am I like this? And when I am, I'm like, all right, let me check myself because I, I don't want to be like these people exactly. Like, I, you know, you're, you're my friends or whatever, you know, in that respect, as much as you can be, some more than others. But yeah, man, you, you give them an opportunity. And you know what the thing is? People can try to front all they want to. They care about the followers. And, and you you get followers, um, you know, through a few things I've noticed, you know, either fame um, uh, or negativity. Or ass and titties. Those, those are the, like usually the three biggest, you know, determining factors on whether or not you're going to get followers. And people care about that. So if you got nothing else, you can just go in there and just, you know, drop kick Mother's Day in the chest right off. Of <laughs> like I, I'm talking. Wow. Shit. 
What you think about it, Jay, man? Was you uh seeing any of that negativity today? Um so, you know, I'm I was being I was gonna try to be quiet to this. Uh actually I had like a tweet this morning where I was and I was saying it jokingly and cause I was seeing people like Dog Mother's Day and I was like, Oh, so like, you know, any other day of the month, you know, three hundred and sixty four days of the month I can, you know, dog your mom out like Raggedy Ann, but you know, today, today you're defensive about it. So, <laughs> and I, you know, I was just joking about it. But I mean, yeah, like I don't get like uh, there was one dude on my timeline saying like if he saw anybody with uh, like their mom's uh, TwitCon up uh, because you know people put their mom's pictures and, and which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, oh look, it's people's moms. He was like, if I see him, I'm going in on him. I'm roasting him, and I'm like, where are you going? You going roast mothers? Is that is that what's hot in the streets now? I'm just confused. Like, how can you roast someone's mom? Like, I mean, I mean, everybody, like you said, Larry, everybody has a mom. Why are we, why are we attacking right. moms? Can we just have and one? I, day? I specifically didn't change my TwitCon to uh, me and my mom because you know I would get on a flight and somebody just get a little too reckless talking about my mother. I'm like, I see. Yeah. Like I know I would get 500 degrees. I was like, nope, not gonna do it. I wouldn't talk because I would never talk about anybody's mom. I never talk about anybody's mom. Or the old lady, like you know what I mean. Like, if we cool, out of respect, I'm not gonna talk about your mother, your wife, girlfriend, whatever your significant other is. That's just to me, you know. Let's let's draw a line. But uh, now, Larry, are you originally from the south? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, that's that's that mama thing, man. We don't play that shit down here. At all. Y'all can do that shit in New York. They be going in on each other's yeah, moms. They be like, oh, I don't give a fuck about my mama. She yeah. a whore. And you be like, dude, what is wrong with the you? The only time that I've ever officially just completely whooped the nigga's ass beyond repair was because he was going in on my mama. That was the only time. Like every other time, I have I've relented. You know what I'm saying? When I, I had the advantage and I said, no, I could do you in, but I'm going to let this shit ride. But that nigga went in on my mom, man. I lost it for a little bit, man. I lost it. So I, I know that that down south thing, man, it's got to be something about down south. Cause like like Larry said, we'll catch the flight, man. That that ticket play pays for itself in blood. Like, oh, uh, yeah. But how how'd I get this excluded out of the southern thing? I mean, you know. Well, you're from where are you from, Jay? I'm from, I'm from Huntsville, Alabama, man. Like I oh you oh you originally yeah like I, no I I still live here. I haven't left. I know I don't have the accent, but I mean I was, yeah, yeah you don't have the accent. Yeah, I was born and raised, and and I still am in Huntsville, Alabama right now. Well, when you was talking about dropping, when you was talking about dropping that mother slander, though, I just assumed oh, whoa, not, uh, with the accent that you was like, jokes, no, joking me. Like it's one of those things where I was, <laughs> it was satire. It was satire. I was just, you know, I was just throwing it out there, just being funny. And I, I you know, I didn't slander anyone's mom. That's, I won't do that. But you know, joking. Joking. Do not know that that he's from the south. Nobody goes and moves to Huntsville, Alabama. You're born freaking. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like you try to, it's a black hole. You try to get out. It just, it just. I left Savannah. I left Savannah for like eight years, and then I, I ended up back here. I'm on my mission again to leave again. But yeah, I, I've been through Alabama. Alabama's like a time war. Like you, <laughs> Jay, you're still playing. Jay, you're in school, right? <laughs> that shit plays. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you're in school, right? Yeah, I'm in college. Yeah, see, I thought you might have just been down there for school. That's I didn't like. I just assumed it's all my fault for assuming. Not, um, There's no way anybody would come here for school. I mean, it's well, I take the bad people do, but nah, it's I'm this in the city, but like I like I said, I was born here. I love it here, and it's it's gonna hurt when I walk away. But you know, it's it's just this is where I was raised, and I just I stayed for school. Now, have either one of y'all ever dated a crazy chick? Yes. Okay, cause you Damn. know how they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's affirmatively. 
Those who know, know, Larry. Those who know, know. I'm crazy. I'm told we did a show recently and they said I was the crazy one. So I was like, I guess I can't say that. Well, so you never dated a crazy chick, you mean? I think I have, but all the girls were saying, because they were doing a show about crazy exes, and I was like, I don't have no crazy exes. And they was like, well, then you the crazy one. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoops. Well, I mean, if you, you know, <laughs> if you never dated a crazy chick, that's nothing, you know, that's actually not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You just might have good judgment. Yeah, you recognize shit early as all, because we all run into them, but you just, some people pick it up right away. And, it, and move on, and some people go, eh, I need to get my dick wet. Now, um, Jay, <laughs> you know how they always say crazy loves hard? Oh, yeah. Which is a euphemism for crazy has good sex. They, they fuck good. Um, I was thinking, like, this lady, in the, she wrote us, and she was telling us how there was a guy who had a chick who was crazy. She jumped over the fence to his house, walked into <laughs> while he was sleeping. I guess he was half passed out on NyQuil. Like broke into the uh the, the sliding door on the back patio, and he when he woke up she was riding on top of him, uh you know like all she had on was like a trench coat or some shit, um and I was thinking you know if that's crazy loving hard, I think I just want to be love medium, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just love soft. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that special. I think I'm cool with medium loving. And I, I actually was sacrificed. I was sacrifice, blow your mind, sex for medium, but not crazy. What about y'all, man? Jay, would you go back to crazy? Was the loving that good? Nah. Um, and actually, I heard that show, and I just, I, I was just thinking like he pretty much had like a spider woman. Like she had to break into us. Like it's just ridiculous that she broke in and he woke up and was okay with this. And I mean, I guess there was a lot that like you know raise question marks in my head like why was he strung out on on nyquil but i mean it was just there's a lot of stuff going on in that and i just don't understand why a dude would would be so i guess be so into that because i mean what happens is that like there's one time when you wake up and yeah she's on top of you and she's riding you and there's another time you wake up and she got a knife looking at you know parts of it and it's <laughs> that's right it's, you gotta roll it. i'm not i'm not sure yeah, she probably still riding you though I mean, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Why you your yeah, You know, you got to balance the scales there. That's some shit you got to think about. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to roll them dice, man. Like that's like you don't want to wake up, you know, and like pretty much like she's just sitting there with a the knife, you know, getting ready to do you in. Of course, still getting that last one in. I'm not sure I'm ready for that. Like I don't want to die like that. Like that's not how I'm trying to go out. Now you say you got rid of the crazy chick after you started listening to our show, right? Um, no, actually, like I, that was a little bit back. Um, I got rid of her. Essentially, uh, it's really weird how I did it. I just went crazy myself, just trying to deal with it because everything turned into an argument, everything turned into a fight, and so like I just got just miserable in the relationship. So I just started acting like a miserable man. Like I was just like, you know, I'm done with this. And you know, she called me, and I just wouldn't pick up. And I mean, I pretty much just went to hiding. And she found some other dude and was like, well, you know, I just want to tell you that I'm with someone else. And I mean, like, I had to do everything I could to keep from just fist pumping and celebrating when she told me that. I tried to look a little sad so she didn't think that, you know, she was getting over. Or the shoe, so she wouldn't think I thought I was getting over. And then she left with old dude. And I guess he's still with her. Last I heard, like, you know, they got like four or five kids and, you know, she's still keying cars and, and doing nonsense. So. Shit. Wow. Yeah. No, it's great for me. No, that's not. Don't feel bad for him. Feel good for me. This is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, dog. I feel you. Um, so we, you guys ever listen to NPR at all in the in the car on the radio? Yeah. Why? 
NPR is the national public radio. It's like the sensible news, the sensible oh, commentary oh. on politics and things yeah. of that nature. I get all my news from World Star Hip Hop. If it don't, if it don't come on the Black Eyed Peas podcast, all you know what news I know about? Uh, people wilding out with samurai swords. Like that's all the news. Like all I know is full sports and niggas with samurai swords and women, you know, like uh, biting and people's genitalia off, shit like that. But anyway, we, we we do this for the people. How do you leave the house, Larry? Like how do you how do you not just stay inside the entire time? I pretty much go to work and and come home. Like for the I've slowed down quite a bit. I don't need nothing else for these podcasts. That's it. I told you, podcast that. <laughs> well, um, I listen to NPR every once in a while. They actually have some good podcasts that I check out every once in a while. Uh, when I want to get some political information from, you know, not such a biased point of view. But why do they talk um, at a different level than other stations? Like, it sounds like the news channel for people who are victims of emotional abuse. <laughs> it's like they just don't want to scare you. Like, they never get above. Uh, like just above normal conversation level, no matter how inflammatory what they're talking about, and is. they can even be angry. And, and angry is like a oh snap, but it's kind of almost like a it's not even a scary old snap. We was just the left, right, and center. Yeah. And the dude was like, "Well, I don't agree with you, but I know one thing: it's about to get ugly." Right. And I was like. <laughs> Damn, the tone of your voice didn't change, nigga. I, right. This is not a fight to me. Like, they can say anything on there as long as they don't raise their voice. Like, it, like he really was like, well, I am completely insulted, and I do not give in to that notion. And you're just like, why are, are, you, are y'all mad at each other or not? Yes. Are we about to kiss and make up? I don't understand this. It's like, it's like they do the news for dogs that used to be beaten by their owners, you know? <laughs> like, we don't want, we don't want to raise any, we don't want to raise any eyebrows. People might get pissed listening to this. Um, uh, the other thing that happened today, <laughs> we were in GameStop. Uh, <laughs> shout out to GameStop. Um, and we heard a pregnancy announcement in GameStop. Yes, it was hilarious. The dude was like on the phone. He was like, yeah, bro. He was like, uh, you know that girl in Fayetteville? He said, yeah, you know the one. She been blowing my phone up for three days, dawg. Yeah, she was blowing my phone up for three days, and she told me to leave you a message. Yeah, and the message is she pregnant, dawg. You better call her. I thought, well, damn, everybody in here know the bitch is pregnant. Yeah. Nobody know who the hell she is. <laughs> She's not exaggerating. That's exactly what happened. Yes. Like, it was so funny. He was just like, I got some bad news. She pregnant, dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the whole game stopped. I was like, oh, shit, he ain't trying to whisper. He ain't kid that That is not how I want to find out. And then this motherfucker had the nerve to hang out in GameStop with him and four of his boys. <laughs> like, for like another 30 minutes. And like, all the dudes in the crew had to have heard that shit. Yes. I mean, you're already yes. there. That's what I'm, I mean, you're there now. I mean... Might as well grab a couple games. You need them for after the next couple nine and, months. And he bought a PlayStation Three. Word. He, yeah. <laughs> now is that is now is that a homeboy Hall of Fame moment that he looked out for you, or is that one of them like nigga keep this on the low? I don't want people. I don't want this getting around. What do y'all think? Uh, um, I don't know. That's a tough call. I, I don't think I don't think everybody in GameStop need to know that honestly. 
don't know. No, it was, a, it was a surprise to us, too. Me and Rocky each other like, damn, she pregnant? Yeah, I wanted to pick up the phone and go, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> Just heard you're a new father. Oh, who is this? Just some nigga in GameStop that was minding his own business. <laughs> yeah. Your boy is out here telling everybody on these streets. Is he gonna put it on Facebook next? I guess so. He gonna send a public status and tag him to it? Hey, dog. Your girl out here tripping, man. She remember the girl in Fayetteville? She pregnant, dog. Some bad news. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be at the four corners. It's gonna have a GameStop location. Yeah, let me tag you. <laughs> let me tag. Let me go ahead and check in the places and tag your girlfriend to this. Ah, ah. Wow. Right. It, yeah, that was, it was terrible. Not the most subtle way to find. And out. And it was not black for those out there. Yeah, it was like Mexican or something. I don't know. Anyway, I'm tired of spontaneous solicitation. To donate to things when I'm out doing other shit. Yes. And what I mean is like, okay, I went to the store today, right? I had to buy some, I just need to buy some quick groceries and come right back to the house, right? And I was going to get some delicious grapes and some uh, Granny Smith apples, my favorite kind of apples. And I go to check out and then, you know, no slander to Adjective J, but this dude was like, would you like to donate? To the victims of the Alabama tornadoes, and I was like, I was like, no. And then I was like, damn, cashier. You know what I'm saying? Now every time I bite one of these delicious grapes, I'm gonna get a twinge of guilt because I did not help Adrian Day out. I mean, I spread the word about his podcast, but I didn't actually give him some money, and there was no like amount. Like he didn't say, "Would you like to help us out?" Uh, here's a dollar, you know, coupon. He just was like, would you like to help just in general? Like, I guess I'd like to help. What does that mean? Are we driving down there? Who getting in the car? Like, do, do I need to start a posse? Do we need to round people up? Like, what the fuck is the next step, man? I felt so bad, man, because I decided not to, to donate to the victims, man. You know what? I'm going a, I'm to a try to make you feel a little bit better, and I'm going to say, like, I live here, and, um, like, it's been, like, a non-stop effort to try to, like, get people to volunteer, to get money from people, and, like, I don't mind being asked to volunteer, because, you know, I'm here, so I don't mind going to go help someone clean up their house, but, like, they've been asking people for money, and, you know, I just had a moment where it's like, what do you think I was doing, you know, when, I guess, all the tornadoes hit? Like, it's not that like I don't have money, but, you know, a lot of my money went towards supplies, you know, I threw out about, well, of course, I didn't throw out all the stuff in my freezer. I did eat some, some of the stuff in my freezer, but I threw out, I think we lost like maybe about $400 of, of stuff in our freezer. And it was like, you know, hey, I don't, I don't think I, I think any money I have, if I keep it, that, you know, I'm donating to the best charity ever, which is me. I mean, it sounds really self-centered, but, you know, at the time, you know, I was thinking I need to eat. So don't feel bad because I have not donated to any of these charities, even though I live here. And my thing is that how do you know they legit? That's my big. Well, thing. it was from the store. It wasn't a random dude. Okay. Like the cashier just hit me randomly. Like I know you got it, nigga. Anyway, you uh, what up with some money for these other uh, people that need help? And I was like, I'm good, bro. And, and you know what? And maybe this is just me and not slandering those stores. A lot of times it's the white stores that do this. The, the black stores they just bring your shit up and get you out the The white stores they be like, look, we know our shit overpriced. Boop, would you like to donate a dollar? Boop to this donation, cause you know, like right. you give. Not that black people don't, but I just realized there's a difference. I'm with you. I always end up being a sucker for that shit though. I'm with you. Like, I'm right there at the cashier, and it's always like a dollar. Like, would you like to give a yeah. dollar to these starving fucking kids? Look at this motherfucker. Look, look at him. Come look at him. You sure you can't spare a dollar, big man? One fucking dollar? You're buying sushi and beer, and you're telling me you can't spare a dollar? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It's like three. It's like three. I didn't come here to save no kids. I came here to eat delicious sushi. 
and fucking cherry blossom beer and shit like that. I didn't come here for this shit. I hate that. I and know it, what you mean, but I always do it though. And it's like three hot models behind you in line and shit. <laughs> just making yeah. it worse, you know what I'm saying? You're like, what is the fucking, what is the, the, the 19, 99 crew from Destiny's Child doing here? Like, what, <laughs> why, why are y'all even behind me in line? Don't let the chick be cute, cause then I wanna go like the next level, you know, like they have like, yeah. the, um, like the, the, those leaves or whatever, I think it's for the muscular, this, yeah. like instead of getting the regular dollar one that's green, I'm like, well, is she cute? Uh, I go five dollars, let's get the gold leaf. I bought five dollar clover, and I still ain't getting no numbers, so you know, I really played myself on that one. But, right. Yeah. I, I blame, uh, Adjective J for this shit though, cause, I think the reason that I didn't give is because I knew that he was living the life, eating chicken and shit, grilling every day. Uh, okay, sweet. You know what? He, was he down had that, no power, dog. He was what down there tweeting about? shit. All right. No. You know what, though? The thing, though, is that, like, to where I was did not get hit that bad. So you're right. I was down there. You know, it, was, it wasn't it was that bad. The worst thing was, like, there was no power. So, I mean, you know, and actually, it was just an excuse to barbecue. And, of course, you know, I'm black. I love excuses to barbecue. So, like, I was like, great. You know, I get the barbecue chicken. I'm over here tweeting. I got, like, a car charger. I'm good. And um, actually, like I, like I said on, on my podcast, I drove through some areas that actually were hit kind of hard. And um, I guess I hate to be the one who gets serious, but like it was really bad. It's, it's like, you know, whole houses got destroyed. So, I mean, it's, I guess I might have I might have should have like just been real quiet the entire thing and just kind of like played it up. Like maybe I should have sent some pictures of me like starving and I like, yeah. like laying on the ground, passed out. I should have sent some that. And that yeah, was like, man, you, you know. It's your fault. Like, Imagine how many of Jay's followers got asked to donate and went, man, this nigga's eating chicken and, and tweeting. I think, I think he's gonna be okay, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he might have, he might have messed it up for all the donations. Alright, man. Let's, let's get into some stories. We got some news articles here. And, uh, I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna copy and paste and put the links in Skype, but I ask you guys not to comment if you read ahead. Like, just comment as we get to the point of the story. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm trying to, some of the stories be having twists and shit, and I don't need people to be like, "Oh, so he was a, a transsexual." You're like, "Damn, dog, that's, that was <laughs> the whole point that of reading the story." Yes. Um, all right, man. I you so, time will will be will good to get to the point. You like, damn it, will the fucking punchline on getting there? You yeah. <laughs> Will and Justin, man, I tried to save money by not printing this shit out, but as soon as I pop it up on the stream, they just start reading the shit. I'm like, what are y'all doing? You're like, oh man, that, that's crazy. I can't believe Kobe did that. You're like, dog, that is nobody knows but us in the room. Stop fucking it up for radio. <laughs> and, and, and maybe I'll, I'm just too lazy to read because it's funny. If I read it, I'd be actually surprised. I don't read this shit in advance. I'd be like, where am I he reading? Alright, man, so <laughs> anyway. this, pris- this prison chaplain was accused of smuggling drugs and he claims he was being blackmailed over porn. Oh, William Emerson used to be a deacon for, oddly enough, St. William Church in Tewksbury, in Massachusetts. Anyway, never heard of that place. Uh, until Boston Archdiocese suspended him. He also served as a chaplain for the Middlesex, oh, Middlesex <laughs> House of Corrections until they fired him at the beginning of March. On May 5th, William Emerson stood in the Lowell District Court at his arraignment charged for smuggling drugs to inmates. Of course, he was all surprised. Uh, of course, this was all surprising to people who knew him. Of course, everybody always does that, right? Oh, this dude got accused of this. Oh my God! I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, nobody ever believes shit. Anyway, uh, 
they all knew Deaconville, including the parishioners and a former selectman in Tewksbury, Joe Gill, who to, with whom Emerson had worked on drug prevention programs. Wow. He's fucking hypocrites, man. You know he vote Republican, too. Of course. Uh, knowing Bill, uh, knowing what he stood for, it's not him. Nah, I don't him. excuse him from doing the shit. It's him. Look at this motherfucker. It's him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, who did, like, uh, like what? Somebody framed this motherfucker as the warden or, or the chaplain sneaking in drugs? It couldn't have been Bill. He wouldn't have knowingly snuck in drugs to the inmates at his job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who else had the time and the opportunity and the mother? Uh, he claims that he didn't know that the envelopes, which he was caught on tape delivering, Wow. So you they got you on tape, dog, still in boxes. <laughs> you can't dispute that. You can't dispute that, man. Uh so he didn't know that it was uh apparently containing uh the op like opium ingredient suboxone. Thank you, because I was like, who what's that? Yeah, opioid is what they say. Uh he also claims that he only did so because he was being blackmailed by inmate slash friend. Yeah. Come on, son. Come on, son. You work at the jail, and an inmate is also your friend. Uh, Come on, man. That ain't like meeting your boy at the in the coffee room and being like, "Hey, dog, you want to go watch the game?" Nah. And then my thing, the way that sounds, sound like he probably must have had sex with dude or something. Like he knows something. Like how do you how do you have a friend with an inmate? Like at your job that's like that would be like teachers actually hanging out with students oh no you're not supposed to do that you're, you're a chaplain and he, and plus he's in prison what what can y'all do together to be exactly. friends I was gonna say what kind of hangouts do y'all have right I guess they're lifting weights you know <laughs> uh, this, dude has not, this dude has not touched a weight in oh yeah years. I just saw that picture wow. that's fine no he's not lifting any I, he might be spotting them yeah, right. yeah. Spot, yeah. it's chicken so basically, uh, he said he was blackmailed by Sean O'Connor over his pornography collection. Yes, the Chaplin pornography collection. Yes, and it must be gay or something. I'm see, I mean, for real, for him to want to say, I just don't want it to be told. Come on. Uh, apparently, the two have known each other since 2004 when O'Connor was an inmate. Excuse me? At some point, oh. now not not, okay, not Emerson. Emerson is a chaplain. Uh, but O'Connor was in like at some point when O'Connor wasn't in jail. He asked the chaplain for a place to stay. It was there that he discovered completely legal adult pornography on Emerson's home computer. I like how they go through, like, to point out that it was legal. Um, yes. It was at this point Emerson apparently said, I'm sorry, please don't, please don't tell. What can I do to make it up? What? You mean tell me, now you going to jail because you didn't want to tell people you fucking watch porn? Man, What's wrong with people? Religion shit is deep, man. Um, but yeah, you should have just came up and, and told yeah. homeboy, you know what, what the deal was. If you tell it, who cares? Now, if if you guys, you know, somebody threatened exposed to the world that y'all were watching porn, would you guys, you know, b- b- let somebody blackmail you? Man, no. I mean, who's everybody? This this is my motto when it comes to um, exposing. Uh, quote unquote exposing land either it's true and I don't give a fuck or it's a lie and I don't give a fuck that's it I, I you can't blackmail me I did it if I did it I did it if I didn't I didn't that's it I damn sure ain't bringing no dope in and going to prison for you cause you gonna tell everybody I watch porn yeah well what about you Jay I'm saying it's, it's like I'm looking at it saying it's completely legal so like 
where's the issue? I mean, this is if you're, I guess he's thinking about people in his church, but I mean, if you're, if you're watching completely legal porn, like, how are you, like, how is that a bad thing? There's so much more worse things you can do. Like, for instance, smuggle drugs into jail. Like, I mean, I think that's far worse. So, I mean, like, exactly. I, like, how are you thinking that this is better? Like, if anything, just come out and be like, look, you know, I got some porn on my computer. I, you know, I'm sorry I'm disappointing y'all, but here we are. Like, you know, I got some porn. I'm with, I'm with Larry. Like, if, if it's true, then hey, I did it and I don't care who knows. And if, if it's not true, then, Hey, say all you want to. I didn't do it. I just don't see how he let himself get put into like that kind of situation. The other question, of course, is do you believe him? Do y'all think that that's what happened? That he was only smuggling drugs because he got caught with porn and he didn't want people to no. know? No, I don't I think, more, I think it was more too, and I really don't think it was just regular porn. I think it had to be homosexual porn or something. So you like really that. do believe the story that it's some type of porn anyway? Yeah, I think it's porn, in which I don't think I probably. And you but think he got blackmail into delivering drugs because of the porn? Yes, and the bigger reason why, because for some people, when it comes to their religion and, and keeping their face clean, some of the people do anything necessary to keep their names clean and their image clean in other people's eyes versus just accepting whatever it is they do. And like I said, I think it was probably gay porn and he didn't want nobody to find out he was gay or something like that. Do you guys believe him? No. I, and I think like the, the key here is that it's, it's completely legal adult pornography on his home computer. I mean, you could easily say, well, he was in my house, he loaded it on my computer and he tried to blackmail him with it. And he didn't say that. He just says that he had it and that he was apologizing for it. That's the worst blackmail ever. Like, I mean, I just don't get that. And, and it just seems to me like he's, I think it's not even that complicated. I think, you know, he was his friend. His friend was like, hey, man, can you get me some sub- uh, Suboxone or whatever it is? And he was like, yeah, I got you. And he rolled in and got caught and he started making up a story to try to make up for the fact that he's smuggling drugs. Yeah, I, I ain't got to be in psych. Oh, go ahead, Larry. No, no, I was going to say real quick, like, if, if any of it's true, I think it would be, yeah, you know, like, um, what Karen said, because they do say legal, don't they? Yeah, so gay porn is still legal. Yeah, right. That would be, I could see a church parishioner type dude, like, yeah, bugging out about that, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't want nobody to know this. Right. I mean, and what is the dude going to do? Just run out your house? Hey, everybody, parishioners got gay porn. What? <laughs> no, like, That's true, yeah, prison like who exactly yeah, yeah like the inmate funny. oh the inmate said it it must be true man this motherfucker was slanging I don't believe that shit I think he's straight up lying and he was slinging and he wanted a cover story and that's the worst cover story in the world at least there would be proof that he was getting blackmailed or something man it'd be better than that I mean if the dude was already going to prison back and forth then he couldn't have been that fucking smart um alright man so mother-in-law cause it's mother's day Mm-hmm. Discussed the perfect murder before target shooting. Oh, a former friend recounted on the witness stand Friday how Joanna Hayes, on trial in the fatal shooting of her daughter-in-law, once described the way she would go about committing a perfect murder. Paul Penzino, 22, said the conversation took place while he and Hayes were delivering flowers on Valentine's Day in 2008. The two were working at Hayes' daughter-in-law's floral design company. Wow. So the daughter-in-law gave her mother-in-law a job. They were working together. Uh, She was working with with Paul, this dude that she, you know, was a co-worker delivering flowers. And she told him how she would commit the perfect murder. Uh, It was a little strange, yes. But we were just talking, Pizzino said, adding, I didn't think anything about it. Now, um, you guys have jobs sometimes, right? 
<laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes, I do. Yeah. Have you ever had a discussion on your job about plans to murder your boss and how you would do it and went, eh, there's nothing to that? No. Probably not. Probably just just goofing off. I, and, that's not, and we talk about a lot of shit. I tell people all the time, like, you would be shocked and amazed about the stuff we talk about. And you really made me think, like, yeah, have we ever talked about killing the boss? I'm like, nah, uh-uh. We talked about pretty much everything else, but nah, that one ain't come up yet. That's a little too far. What fighting about you, Jace? Fighting the boss or fighting the boss, but nothing like that. Yeah, what about you, Jace? No, that's that's a bit much. Like, I just... I'm, I guess it's one of those things. Like, I, I'm trying to think now. I'm kind of like Larry, and I'm going back trying to think if I ever talked about just killing my boss. And I just, I you know, I know what premeditated murder is, as opposed to just you know accidental. So no, nah, I've never talked about it. Karen, you say you talked about fighting your boss at work? Not, not me per se, but people just talk in general, and mm-hmm. it's just amazing just to hear people talk when they get angry and upset and things like that. What? See, I, I don't, I don't think I've been in. T- Say that again, Larry. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I, I have talked about whooping my balls ass. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even think that um, I've seen, well, not since I had a professional job anyway, but I don't think I've seen too much of even that. Like, even that's a little over the line, because if that gets back to HR, you could be done on these work streets, dog. Yeah. Like, you, you, your, your name is dirt in these cubicles talking about kicking people's ass at work. Exactly. That's true. I was just about to say, see, you, you in the, I'm blue collar. So, I mean, I work with a bunch of, you know, tattooed, like, I, we wear, I wear a t-shirt to work, you know what I mean? I mean, it's a, it's a navy blue t-shirt, <laughs> but, and I have to tuck it in now, due to the rules, but yes, yeah, you know, the environment's just different, like, it's, it's, it's a lot more, blue. and my boss is like, he used to play basketball, no? he's like six foot six or some shit like that, you know, he ain't no little dude, and nobody concerned about his safety if I want to work with that. They just like, we kick each other ass. They just like I hope you don't I hope you don't kill you, Larry. Good luck. <laughs> so so he said the next time that Penzino thought of it was more than a year later after Hayes' daughter-in-law Heather Strube was gunned down in April twenty on April twenty sixth two thousand nine. Someone wearing a wig and a fake mustache shot the young mother in front of her eighteen month old son in a Target parking parking lot in Snailville. Damn, Snoop had met her estranged husband. Steven Strube, uh, there to exchange custody of their son. Steven Strube is not charged in the slaying. Witnesses saw him drive away before the shooter walked up. So, I guess he had picked up his... So, wait a minute. Why would he drive away before the shooter walked up? I mean, did he not... Did he already pick up his son or not? Because it said she was shot in front of her son. Or Oh, he was dropping the son off. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, he dropped his son off and, and then like, this chick got shot. Yes. Uh, according to Pizzino, Hayes said she would act alone. However, she would give a credit card to an unwitting accomplice like her husband or son and ask them to buy something to establish her alibi. Uh, Pizzino said Hayes told her she would use a handgun bought from a day laborer. <laughs> I look, why, do, why do these white people always have to include one racist detail in all their crimes? <laughs> What's a day laborer? Yeah, it's like uh, somebody that doesn't have uh, like a, a, a citizenship in America. They're working under the table for cash, like standing in front of Home Depot or something like that. Okay. People pick them up to do home projects and, and stuff like that. Okay. And they don't have to actually file anything or pay people too much money. Okay. So she was basically like, I'll buy a gun from a Mexican and then I'm going to go... Uh, 
she said Hayes worked in construction and knew it was common to find firearms on work sites. She had already purchased three guns that way. Wow. Damn. She also reportedly said she would use power tools to grind down or melt the weapon before tossing it into a lake. She really thought about this shit. I like, she's I like, giving, I like what she's going. You know, she, she's giving a lot of details at work, though, man. Yeah. Like, how you go? Was like, was the idea just too good? Was she just like, ooh, I gotta tell somebody? I'm like, yeah, I gotta tell somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say she she was good money and she just shouldn't have fucking told nobody. I'm like, okay, you think you know, I like where you're going here? But well, the pro- you know, people all that's the problem with criminals, man. You see this time and time again, they're fucking stupid. I just wonder what the dude she was telling this to was thinking. Like, like this is so detailed that, like, you know, it's like if you're joking around about, it, like, oh, you know, I would, yeah. It, this doesn't. That's nothing funny about this at all. Like, if this is the, and this is him saying, according to, according to him, she said she'd do all these things. Like, at some point, he had to realize that this is no longer a joke, but this is a very detailed plan to kill someone, and you should be concerned. Yeah. She looks off, man. Um, let's see. She says, uh. Uh, Hayes and her husband owned three vehicles A lime green minivan A silver Dodge truck with a dented tailgate And a white Ford F-150 pickup truck um, <laughs> uh, Hayes ruled out the minivan And rent and dented the Dodge Because they And the dented Dodge Because they were too easily noticeable Penzino said So basically he said she picked she had already thought which car she'd drive to do the murder. Damn. Yeah. Some of Hayes, some of Hayes made up plot sounded familiar to investigators. Witnesses saw a white Ford F-150 pickup truck in a motel parking lot behind the target on the day Strew was killed. The gun used in the slaying was never found. Defense attorney Bruce Morris pointed to out the conversation happened more than a year before the slaying when Hayes and her daughter-in-law were getting along. He also asked if Hayes said she would use the Ford truck, and Penzino said she only talked about using something common that wouldn't stand out. So, I mean, here's the thing. If she didn't do it, you really should not have been talking about doing it, for one. Say that again. But, but two, if you did do it, like, damn, why the fuck were you telling people? Yeah. I mean, it goes back to what Jim said. Like, how you listen to this much detail? And then, like, I kind of blame this dude. He should have been told something before that shit got killed, man. How you gonna listen then, to all this? That was and then they're saying, like, they're saying, well, they were getting along at the time. What the fuck that got to do with anything? I know it's so, yeah, like, if somebody's calculating your murder, <laughs> if somebody's calculating your murder, there's a good chance they're not gonna be walking around talking about, yo, I'm gonna kill that bitch all the time. You know, if they thinking about this shit a year in advance, of course they're gonna be friendly to you up until that point. I don't, I don't, that's not a good detail at all. Uh, anyway. Uh, so apparently, pirate, quote unquote, may have been suicidal. A 38 year old Omaha man who dresses a pirate and arms himself with a sword. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking show. Every show. All the news uh, I know. <laughs> he was I drinking and a. Exactly. <laughs> uh,. I, it's like they say, man. Uh, guns don't kill people. People with swords kill people. Man. It's 100% right, man. It's 100% right. Um, so he was drinking and apparently suicidal when he made the 911 call that brought police to his house. Jonathan F. Martis mother said that her son told police he wanted to die. Martis was shot by police while welding a sword. 
Uh, Ruth Martin said she was told that her son was upset when he woke up Friday and realized he had survived the shooting. Wow. So he wanted to suicide by cop and he got shot and he lived. <laughs> damn. Oh, he was pissed. Uh, police arrived at 6.30 on Thursday at Martin's reported, uh, at the reported a disturbance in his home. They give the address. Martis was armed with a three-foot-long sword. That's a long-ass sword. Yes, son. that is. Uh, officers commanded him to drop the sword, police said, but he refused and advanced on them. Wow, he was—he really did think it was bleach. Yes, he did. Nigga tried to catch his bullets with his teeth. Like, you must have thought he was on some yeah. ninja shit. Police said Friday that Martis was yelling for officers to shoot him, lowered his sword, pointed it towards officers as he got closer. Uh, Officer Troy Hiller first used a taser and had no apparent effect. What's this nigga, huh? <laughs> so he actually tried to use the official weapon of the podcast <laughs> to save this man's life. Either he was high or he had something to prevent himself from being shot. I think what we're realizing now is that swords are getting too ratchet. They're getting more ratchet and more and more ratchet. Like it's the middle of the day. That was the last one. Remember the last one was in the middle of the day? Yeah. Skateboard through the mall with a sword. They're breaking all the rules. They now, not, yeah, now this wait dude. Not until after midnight. We ain't get no 2, 3 a.m.s. Mm-mm. They're resisting wow. tasing. Like, the sword <laughs> shit has got to stop. There is no sword utopia. This is not. This going to lead to just more and more ratchetness, and we got to stop. We got to start confiscating these swords. Where, I mean, I know we got an NRA, but there can't be like an NSA, right? There's no, well, <laughs> that, 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 that was already taken. <laughs> NSA is already taken, so we actually don't have any way for sore people to organize. We need to nip it in the bud before they get together. Like, I don't, I don't know how comfortable I feel with the idea of sore people organizing. Like the, the best part, I guess, about the sore <laughs> utopia is that no one knows really how to use a sword. Like you're, you're completely safe if someone has a sword. And they come towards you, as you see, like all these times, people with swords, you know, they they look dangerous and they wield them, but look how quick they get dropped. <laughs> if you have a gun. Because apparently a taser had no effect. I, I think he so, might have so, been high, though. I, he had to be high on something. Yes. Well, all I know is how people with guns can't see straight. How people with swords, you got to shoot them with the taser and shoot them with the guns. It's out of control, man. So anyway, man, they, I ain't reading the rest of this shit. I don't want to give them no more props. You know, there's one thing, um, though, I just want to point out that uh, I, I guess is, is interesting about this. Um, the police only shot him once. I mean, damn it, is it not nice to be white? I saw that I'm thinking like you know if I advance on some some officers with a sword I'm getting laid out like and that's why he survived because he was white the police like look we don't need to waste our bullets on a white man we got some niggas to shoot and they just shot him (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like I'm saving these bullets for a special occasion I'm really I'm hoping for I'm hoping to pull Larry over and give him a DUI and get some of these bullets out (laughs) you're going to point oh nine point oh nine (laughs) <laughs> Put the, where my gun? Yeah. So uh, here's some. Like, wait a minute, dude. Uh, like you, you supposed to shoot people for DUI or not? <laughs> like there's just one dude. There's just there's just one cop in the crew that's like, can I shoot him? You know, looks like every looks like we got another one for a DUI. Let's give him the test. Can I shoot him? All right, calm down, John. Um. All right, man. So this teen asked for more jail time with his stepdad. Only in Canada. A teen criminal accused of, uh, or this teen criminal asked to be sentenced to more than six months, <laughs> more than the six months recommended by his lawyer. 
and the crown so he could spend extra time with his self-mate, his stepfather. His stepdad got life or something? <laughs> I don't know. Defense lawyer of Justin Beaner, Beanin, sorry, I, I won't say Beaver. Uh, Justin Beanin, 18, and an assistant crown attorney were asking a Sudbury, Sudbury jury Thursday for a six-month term for a string of convictions. But Beanin wanted more jail, more time in jail so he could spend it with his cellmate and stepfather, John Hastings. Beanin explained to the Ontario court, Justice Norman Gloud, uh, that he was nowhere, he has nowhere to stay when he gets out of jail until Hastings was released in October. Wow. So he's like, if y'all release me, I'll just be out on the street. So why don't y'all just let me stay with my cellmate, my stepfather, for a couple extra months? Cause that's my tax dollars. That's why. No, <laughs> no, nigga, you gotta go buy your own place. You know you had to be a little white kid. Yo, if you, you do it like a thug, man, like like you know what I'm saying. In Canada, if you want to spend more time in jail, bust a nigga in the head. You will stay in there longer. What kind of fuck ass? <laughs> may I have may I have more time, please, Your Honor? Yeah. I'd like another three months, please, sir. Thank you for just being black. But going to lunch, yeah. busting in the head with one of the metal trays. I promise you, you're gonna stay a little bit longer than your original plans. Is <laughs> now, see, here's the catch to this, man. Right? So, what he wants to do is he wants to stay in jail just long enough for his stepfather to get out, and he wants to be released before his stepfather gets out, or at the same time. He doesn't want to stay like even a day longer than the stepfather. Stepfather. <laughs> what the fuck he so like this no. This nigga is making crazy requests Oh my god You, you gotta be kidding me Like does he not understand how jail works This nigga right, like, jail is <laughs> Cell accommodation or some shit Like he just went to the front desk uh, Yeah I'm gonna be staying just a little bit longer Than originally planned um, <laughs> What the, the hell he think this is a like, He like, think this is a holiday inn yeah. You know, at the taxpayers' cost, we're gonna extend right. this day. You think he also was complaining about like the uh, pay-per-view movies and stuff? He's like, uh, I didn't see anything on the pay-per-view that I liked. Uh, when will you guys be getting some new movies? Yeah, what do I file a formal complaint? <laughs> yes. No, this nigga had to be a rapper, man. Had to be. Like, you, they gonna make like a DVD of him and his stepdad stepping out and like um, girls being in the in the limo, and they're gonna put like minks on his shoulder. Gotta be. Why else would you give him with your with your stepdad? Like, what, what is he significant about that? No, nah, because because family time is the most important time, Larry. I can't believe you're on like this is a this is a family moment. You have a chance to bond in jail. And his stepfather may have not, you know, they could have had an argument. They could have been like beefing, and now he can't get away from them. They have time to talk things out and to make a new start. Yeah, nobody respects Father's Day. You know, you're right, Jay. I, I think I know people that might actually, and I'm not even exaggerating, that might actually think like this. Like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, you just, this whole story, <laughs> me go back. Like, y'all be surprised some of the places I've been. I have been in some of the lowest of the low. Um, so this just made me think about, uh, my times back in the trailer park in, in, in my younger days. It's not, some of them not even that long ago, actually, but, um, yeah, yeah. I, I've met these people. Never mind. This whole story makes sense to me now. <laughs> He's like, hey, this might be the most time he's ever spent with a male uh, role model. So um, he sa- it says here, um, 
that uh, basically uh, being pleaded guilty Thursday to two counts of breach of probation, dangerous driving, felony to stop for police, theft of a vehicle, possession of marijuana for the purpose of trafficking, and driving without a license. Wow. He was spotted by police April 4th driving at high speed. Man, why do people speed when they know they are riding dirty? You know what I mean? Like, you know you riding dirty, son. I'll be got, under the speed limit. Yeah, you have intent to, to, to traffic in your trunk and you sitting up here like, yo, man, I still can't stop these stoplights, though, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta get there. I gotta get there on time, man. You know what I'm saying? The game comes on at eight. Like, it's just ridiculous, man. Um, he hit a no parking sign and three <laughs> and three parked vehicles before finally stopping. In front of the no parking sign. Yeah, probably at, <laughs> probably at the probably at the police station, you know, twenty feet from a hydrant. You know, like this nigga wanted to get caught. Yes, he did. So they found seventeen grams of marijuana, a knife, six cans of beer inside a vehicle which had been uh, stolen. Oh yeah. Uh, Beaten Be- Be- wow. was yeah, of course it was stolen. Beaner was on probation at the time and prohibited from having knives. But dude, that's some super duper probation up there, y'all. <laughs> These niggas can't even have a knife. <laughs> I just see him with the steak looking disappointed. <laughs> like, you can't eat Like, yeah, like, what? You can't have a knife? Like, I was like, hey, man, hey, dog, hey, dog, can you put some mayonnaise on this sandwich for me? <laughs> <laughs> I would love hey, to dog. do it, man, but you know the spoon ain't the same. And then you know, like I can't have a knife. My probation. Yeah. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. Cut, cut that stick up for me before you leave, waiter. Yeah. All right, man. Um, let's do this other article. Um, do something positive. Wait, wait. Because you know, before you before you move I think Larry on, saw the same thing I saw. You might, oh, go ahead. Uh, just one more thing you got to say about this. I just read. About his mom? Nah, nah I, I ain't even see that. Hold on. Yeah, his mom's, his mom's a drug addict, and his biological father was shot and killed oh, nah. when he was a child. That's, oh, that's, that's impressive. That's <laughs> yeah. Nah, that, that's just sad as shit. No, I was talking about where it says uh, he sold cocaine to undercover police officers. Oh, now, oh yeah, that was his. In August. Where, now, how the fuck do you sell, <laughs> you sell drugs? To an undercover cop four times. How does that work? It's like, months. <laughs> that had to be a long term sting, Larry. And like that, because I read that first time too, and I was like, what must have happened was they were. You know how cops always got to keep a record, like to get to get you. They don't just get you after one. If they can get you four times, they get you for the most. Oh, yeah. So they must have just kept doing it, and then they were like, all right, we're arresting you. We got you uh, under four counts of blah blah blah. That must have been it. Cause the dude was undercover, so I'm guessing that's what happened. But yeah, dude, they they're not a smart family. And the best part is the last line when the judge when the judge told him to cut his losses. <laughs> he was just like, man, fuck your stepfather, man. Get the fuck out while you can, dog. Like you would be better off living on the street than being in jail with your stepfather, dog. And he's probably right. Um. Alright, so some positive. Oh, Jay, did you want to say something else? That was just one other thing I saw. Um, Baden is 18 and his stepfather is 25. Like, what part of the game is that? Like, how does how is he how is he cool with his 25 year old stepfather? Would well, I mean, wow. he be upset about that? Say what, Larry? Nah, when you 25 and, and you know when you 18, your stepfather 25, you got a lot in common, man. 18 and 25. Yeah, but you got one thing in common that you just don't want to talk about. That's your mama. <laughs> I mean, they probably yeah, exactly. They probably play Xbox. 
Uh, Until he gets probably, like, all right, I'm going to be in the back fucking your mom. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is like some Delonte West. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you have to let it go, man. Sometimes you I have guess to let he's it a go. better person than me. That's why I'm not in jail. So I just wanted to give my man some shine. Brooklyn-born rapper Nas has... Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I, thought I was actually... I fell asleep a little bit, man. I was talking about Nas. My, I thought it was going to be about his music. Um, Brooklyn-born rapper Nas has never won a Grammy for his albums, but he just snagged a National Sports Emmy for ESPN documentary Survival One. The film follows two amputee victims of the Liberian Civil War who form a soccer team and eventually become champions. Nas produced, directed, and scored the music for the film. After all these years of making music, I am honored to have this be the first award I ever won of this magnitude. He said of the win an Emmy before a Grammy, crazy, and then bleep. I don't know what the bleep was. I'm assuming nigga. Uh, but that's cool, man. <laughs> I just want to give him props, man. That, that that that's big in him, man. People always shitting on hip hop and how it's all fucked up. So let me just give a shot, a spotlight to somebody that did take that and do something positive with it, because you know I'm sure Soldier Boy won't be doing that. Oh no. Um, here's a dude that uh the, that must have went to the uh must have been delivering flowers with the other woman, the mother-in-law who killed her her, her daughter-in-law. Okay. He posts on Facebook. About to kill my kid. Oh. Yes. That's right. Ramazan Akar, 24, pleaded guilty on Wednesday to killing his daughter. Oh. After he announced his intent to do it on Facebook. You know what's funny is I saw this. He's my friend on Facebook and I like his status. Uh, but I, I was trying to, I was trying to be, uh, 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 I was trying to be ironic. So then after he did it, I had to go back and unlike it, and I left the comment and said, "I do not approve. Not good." Wow. I wish there was a dislike button. Uh, he stabbed his two-year-old daughter Yasmina to death last Friday, last November, reportedly to hurt her, her mother, his former fiance, Rachel de Argent. So you killed a kid to get back at the mother? Man, these relationships, man. Damn, that child support must be off the fucking chain. This is what Jay was trying to warn Larry about. It's complicated, man. Crazy. Sometimes he wakes up and it's giving you some good loving. Sometimes you wake up and it's talking about stabbing your daughter to death. You gotta get crazy out the house, man. No pussy is that good. Uh, a car contacted the Argent asking if he could let a car take her out to the to a chocolate shop. The mother allowed a car to take her, citing the fact that the girl had not seen a car in three months and she was excited to see him. So that is real dirty. He basically told her, look, can I take our daughter out to get some, uh, or maybe it's their daughter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I take our daughter out to get some uh, chocolate, to the chocolate shop? And she's like, yes, you know, it's your daughter and she wants to see you. Man, this nigga took a baby and killed her. Wow. He did not return his plan and began threatening to kill Yasmina through Facebook posts and text messages and phone calls to Dearge. Uh On the the day of the murder, a car posted about to kill my kid. And of course, he had to spell it all ebonically. About to, the number two, kill my M.A. kid on Facebook. He then phoned Diarja and asked her if she wanted to say some last words to Yasmina. The two-year-old girl told her mom, I love you. And Diarja replied, I love you too. A car then repeatedly stabbed the girl with a 12-inch knife. 
Yasmina died due to wounds in her chest and stomach and what forensic evidence uh, forensic experts said was a prolonged death. Damn. Police later located the child's body on the side of the road in northwestern Melbourne. After the crime, Ascar sent the mother a text message that said, It's over. OVA. I did it. A Facebook posting soon after read, Payback, you slut. Then, when a car was asked Wednesday if he pleaded guilty or not guilty to murder, he replied in a clear voice, Guilty. He was sentenced to Victorian Supreme Court on May 18th. Um, and for those out there wondering, because there was a lot of ebonics in this, yes, it was a white dude. Yep. Yeah, he looked something. He looked white. He not black. Yeah. As long as he's not black, yeah, I don't, I don't want to make him white. Ramadan. I don't know what the fuck he is. He may not be the type of this nigga ain't shit still. As I was about to say, he's sick as fuck. That is the shit. You got a thug over here crying and shit now, man. Mm hmm. Tell him Joe, man. Tell them, Joe. Like when they was fucking with Obama, man. That's how I felt. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I haven't. I've yet to read that one because when I heard it made me cry, I was like, I ain't crying. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 so I refuse. Why? No. Uh, that, that story is so... And my thing is this. Leave. You'd have been better off if he'd have just left and just left them alone yeah. than to do some some sick crap right. like that. He's fucked up, man. Crazy people don't think like that, man. Not you know, a lot of people when I talk about crazy because you know I'm a man. Most of the time when I think of crazy, I'm thinking of chicks. But yeah, there's a lot of fucking crazy dudes out there. Yes, there is. You know, people don't. You know, we don't harp on them that much because you know for some reason women don't really talk about crazy dudes that much, which is weird. Cause you think that I think there are more crazy dudes than crazy chicks. Yeah, honestly. There's a whole movie about a crazy dude. <laughs> Which movie is that? Uh, it's the one with the uh, you know what I'm talking about. Some. Um, if I'm wrong, I mean it's a. Uh, wow, that joke was way funnier when I thought it. It's a Tina Turner movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's love got to do with it? Thank you. That, thank you. That, that yeah. joke. I mean, there's funny. a ton of movies about crazy dudes. Put it on the Lifetime channel. You'll see them all. But. I'm just saying, in general, though, like, you don't really catch women talking too much about, like, this one time, this crazy dude. Like, normally, they just kind of talk in general, but, you know, almost every dude I know, they, they know that one crazy chick they fucked with that drove them to the good chick. Um, so, I love stories like this. I'm not going into too much detail with this one, but this carjacker <laughs> tried to steal some dude's car and got his ass whooped and knocked out, and then the dude just got in his car and drove off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about oh, right man. now I love when criminals get fucked up man. Mr. Honestly, Cobb, man. your ass will not steal uh, now here's an awkward story for all the people that are married or in a relationship out here this is a, especially you women another uh, evidence of a crazy dude uh, this man was charged after his wife found him in bed with a 12 year old girl oh, oh! yes uh, this handsome fellow before you is 28 year old Joel Hudson Huddleston <laughs> What a name! He is not handsome. I just saw the picture. <laughs> no, he is not. He is uh, not handsome. Look at the bushy eyebrows, man. Yeah. Um, this. This nigga got jokes. <laughs> According to reports, Joel landed himself in a nice big heap of shit Tuesday night. After who wrote this article? Who wrote this article? <laughs> This shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I gotta blame my man John Fouts for uh, putting me onto this site because he was the one that sent me this site. Was like, man, you gotta check it out. They got all kinds of crazy news, right? 
and this is the most ratchet site they don't even they don't even bother not cursing in their articles anyway tuesday night after his wife uh took some pictures of him in a compromising position in bed with a half-naked 12 year old girl authorities say the woman entered a locked bedroom door and found the pair both asleep immediately whipped out her cell phone and snapped a few shots of the girl and joel uh whose hands allegedly were on the girl's private parts allegedly did she not get pictures well i guess you they i don't know maybe they didn't see the pictures because i mean technically it's a 12 year old girl so the writer of this article probably didn't see the picture this evidence was promptly turned over to authorities which led to huddleston being arrested thursday of course it would it wouldn't be a and the name of the site is dreaming demons or dd story without a little something extra to spice it up Turns out Mr. Huddleston is not only a youth pastor at Buckhead Ridge Christian Church, he's also the girls' basketball coach at Yearling Middle School and a social studies teacher. Says one former student, he was always really creepy. He'd get close to girls. They keep their distance with him. Sounds like a real charmer. Wow. So this is possibly not the first time he's done this. Uh, you know what? It's probably the first time somebody let him look at this nigga. No, no, not even... <laughs> There's nobody that would let this dude fuck him. He looks you like look girls be like, ew. Yeah. You got the cooties. So yeah, um Okay, let's do a little hip hop news, if y'all don't mind. The last two stories. Um apparently Chris Brown's mom says he needs to go ahead and discuss the uh what happened with Rihanna because um it would help him out. She says he needs to come out and set the record straight. I think he really needs to talk about the situation in itself, what actually happened to Rihanna, so he can get that out for himself. <laughs> She's still making it all about him. He has to learn to deal with it and go on with his life. This is something that happened. It was a huge mistake. It was not good at all. But he is still a human being. He and We all make mistakes, and we live, and we go on with it. But he has to own it, deal with it, and move on with his life. So, you know, that's good that, you know, Mother's Day, his mom will come out and support him. And maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm the asshole, but it's not going away because she keeps fucking talking about it. And he he actually cuts a monkey when it's bought up. Who is his public relations people to go, nigga, just sit the fuck down and sing? I don't know. All you do is sing. Just sing. You can sing it away. We forgave you with Michael Jackson, but you keep bringing the shit up. Nah, I... I I just, I got, I don't have, like, this, this dude, is, I, I don't understand, like, why she's saying he needs to talk about it, because every time it comes up, he starts throwing chairs, you know, he, he yeah, starts yeah. attacking people, it really, it's one of those things where, like, everybody would do well to just forget that he exists, like, yeah, remember yeah. what he did, like, hey, you know, he, he beat up Rihanna, and then just forget he exists, like, that way when Rihanna brings it up, we're like, who? And she's like, oh, yeah, that time Chris Brown hit me, we can just be like, we don't know Chris Brown. We just need to forget this dude exists. Like, he would do well to go, you know, go hit the South someplace, find a McDonald's, and start working on his fry skills, man. That's what he needs to do. I mean, he can sing in the kitchen, keep everybody entertained, do some, you know, moonwalk on the greasy floor, and he'll be straight. <laughs> uh, that's what I don't know. I, I don't know how you guys feel about him and Rihanna, but I don't think they're talented enough for me to care. <laughs> and, and it's really sad because I, it's fucked up on my part because if they were really good at what they did, I would probably have an opinion about it, but neither one of these motherfuckers are talented. And at this point, I feel like they're both making more noise and more money and more waves off of this incident than they're actually doing with their talent. Like, 
their music isn't worth talking about. The only thing worth talking about with these two is them beating each other and, and reacting to it. You know, or, or him beating the shit out of her and, and reacting to that. Like, there, there's really... I can't re- I can't remember the last time a Chris Brown song made me think about, you know, oh yeah, Chris Brown, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, you play Chris Brown in my crib, it just gets turned off. That's all that's on it. <laughs> so, um, and then um, here's the last thing. Consequence, you know, for those of y'all that give a fuck, um, <laughs> gives Amber Rose a pass in the Kanye West dispute. I relate to who she is. Uh, former good music artist Consequence Former, remember that former. So he don't he don't fuck with Kanye no more, and of course now he has an opinion. Uh, has relaxed. He, isn't that funny though? You lose your job working for the dude you're about to talk shit about. Now you got some shit to say. I bet he wasn't saying this shit when he was on the label. No, uh, he was co-signing. <laughs> when he was when he was signed, he was co-signing. Yeah, when Kanye was in the studio talking about, and I did anything for that blonde dyke, and she'd do anything when the time's right. I guarantee he was like, yo, that's some hot bars, dog. So when we go sign this contract? <laughs> now that now that, now that he done got acts from the label, he ready to talk. So uh, it says, before I go any further, shout out to Amber. <laughs> he didn't even say her last name. Uh, I relate to who she is. I understand she is a woman. I want to say this is it out loud. I don't think any woman ever wants to be in a position where their livelihood is compromised. What is her livelihood? What, what does she do? She's just pretty. No woman ever wants to have to work in Sue's Rendezvous, which is a strip club. Strip club. She's navigated herself in the best way she could. It was a survival tactic. So wait a minute. It sounds like um, he's, co- he's like condoning like gold digging. Because I mean, he's just say- that's what he's saying. He's like, hey, you know, she was a stripper and she came up on Kanye, and I'm I'm cool with that. Like that's what you should do, ladies. You know, if you're trying to come up, go find you. Yeah, you trying to come up. I'm cool with it. <laughs> but I'm no, just seriously, I mean, it's not it's not her fault. She fine and niggas want to trick on her. That's not her fault. That's what that's what's gonna happen. That's been happening throughout the history of time. So. I don't want to so her. what? So what does he mean by no woman wants wants to ever be in a position where their livelihood is compromised? Like how has her livelihood been compromised? That's well, what I want to know. Kanye, nah, I mean, yeah, that don't make no sense because she's going to well. We presume she'll look like that for long enough that people want to, you know, buy her gifts and, and do things for her all the time. <laughs> so I don't know yet. I'm with you. She doesn't really have a livelihood per se. I mean, I don't know if you can file tax like file taxes on ho hopping, but maybe you can. <laughs> wow! And then I guess you never know, man. Trick, mm-hmm. trick, tricks do some marvelous things. Somebody right now is trying to get their four hundred one k together. I'm not, I'm not down at her for being a groupie or whatever, but it just seems funny to be like her livelihood was compromised. Like, like she had some other shit she was into, Doing, yeah. And then Kanye came along and fucked it up. Like, no. If anything, Kanye was to come up for her. Oh yeah, a complete come up. Like now she's fucking with Wiz Khalifa, and you know, pretty soon she'll be on the next nigga, or whatever, man. Um, and then uh, I didn't know about this part, but apparently he had a, a album last year called Man Purses. Man Purses. Mm, yeah, consequence. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah, if Man yeah. Purses is gonna get too much play in the ride, but you know, maybe he was trying to be Little B before Little B, and. And do like a subliminal I'm gay title. Well, he did just say that he, he understands her. I mean, she is a chick, yeah. so I, maybe he's trying yeah, to tell her I, something. 
He understands the taking dick part of it. Now, why, why didn't he just go ahead and go name brand man Gucci purse? Right. Well, that's already taken. That's that's Gucci man's next album. Oh. Um, I ain't like the. He says I ain't like the rest of these dudes. I ain't. I I ain't into man purses on the bland verses. I put more emphasis on what the fans purchase. I hear Cam's verses over Runaway. If they if they ain't writing, the new dudes ain't got nothing to say. But what's the sense of having soldiers who don't kick bars if you can't smell the odor from the discharge? And they say subliminally he was going at the good music label and Kanye with that verse. Um, I don't know. I, I what is up with like what is up with the subliminal shit? Just say it. You're a rapper, man. You dissing Kanye. What the fuck is he gonna do to you? Just say it. It gives you an opportunity to either run or go forth, depending on the the crowd reaction. So. Yeah, just say it. If you're gonna diss the nigga, diss the nigga, man. I hate when dudes be like, yeah, he was subliminally going that. Man, just fucking get it out there. The only time you should subliminally diss somebody is if you're in a better position than them. And you just don't want to get that nigga no shine. Like when Jay said, I'm about a dollar, what the fuck is 50 cent? Cool. Right. You don't want to get that nigga no shine. I feel what you're trying to do, ho. You already made it. But this nigga trying to come up and he dissing the people that was just writing him checks, man. You might as well go ahead and get it out your mouth. Anyway, it's been another episode of Blackout Tips with some last minute guests. Yes. <laughs> and we all did this shit off the flop, top of our heads. I didn't know Andrew J and, and Sip Say was going to be here. No, I just I put it on Twitter. Know. It could have been any two people that would have answered. Mm-hmm. I didn't know and my mom both... was going to cancel dinner. <laughs> I was literally, you know? I had just tweeted I was about to go get up with my mom. And then she's like, I don't, you know, no, nah, baby, I don't feel like going out. And I was like, all right. And then I look at my computer and he's like, anybody want to guess? I was like, okay, I ain't doing nothing now. And I appreciate it, both of you guys, for coming Thank through at the last minute like this. Oh, no problem. I mean, that. That way people know none of these jokes were rehearsed the plan. I didn't know no. that I was going to be talking about Agnes J and his love for sores or the uh, Alabama uh, her tornadoes. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know Lane's uh, socks and DUI <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, we These know, are we. all, you know, for the people out there that be like, well, how, how hard is the show planned? That's how it's planned. Yeah. I, the shit just comes into our head. But, um... Let me give you guys both a second to, you know, to promote yourselves. Adjective J, go ahead, go first, man. Tell everybody where to find your show and uh, your Twitter and all that stuff. All right, well, on Twitter, I am adjective underscore J. Uh, you can contact the show. The show is actually at negromajority.podomatic.com. It's K-N-E-E-G-R-O-W majority.podomatic.com. You can email the show, of course. Uh, the email is a little bit different. It's the, T-H-E-K-N-E-E-G-R-O-W and of course, if you can't spell majority, don't email me. <laughs> All right. And uh, man, why don't you give them uh, uh, your information too, uh, uh, Larry? Because I know you know you have a conglomerate that you're promoting now. It's not just you, man. And also, what happened to a tribe called Breast uh, Podcast or Blog Talk Show, man? Because uh, I know they changed it and changed personnel and shit. Wow, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. Uh, Damn, I'll, it's that deep. I'll say no, no, no. Well, no, nah, I'll say it as politically correct as possible, I guess. Um, and to keep things, you know, it was just um creative differences. Honestly, that's really what it what it boiled down to. Um, I thought it was a little premature, but you know, um, one of the members decided that they weren't really with it anymore after just a couple of shots, and you know, and amicably went their way. So that's all that really was. So. 
you know, anyways, we, we reshuffled the lineup and, uh, you know, some girls are doing their thing. Um, cool. yeah, it's the three the hard way show, um, that, that took that same spot. But, uh, anyways, um, it's, uh, wcmconline.com. Um, and yeah, that's the home of, uh, all three of the shows we have right now. We're working on some other shows. Um, if you guys are interested in joining up, anybody's listening, um, send us a podcast. We're looking, we're looking to expand. We'd like to get on every night, possibly have a show on is, is what the ultimate plan is. So, um, you know, you hit me up on Twitter. Um, it's, uh, at Simpsay, S-I-M-P-S-E-I. And, um, check us out, man. We on, uh, you got Thursday night, nine with the girls. Friday night, Tim is, uh, T-N-O-T-R, which is two niggas on the radio. They're hilarious. You really, you really gotta check them out. And, uh, yeah, right radio Sundays at eight. We took the day off because of Mother's Day, but yeah, we've been consistent. Cool, man. I hate to see all them titties fall apart like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> love the titties in. That's all. She's right. Cool all, but she's a model. <laughs> right. That, that works, man. And, um, you know, uh, shout out to Bear Day Thurston, by the way, for following me on Twitter. I don't know how long that shit's gonna last. But if you guys go look him up, y'all will see, like, I, either he's a fan of Ratchet on the low, or he just thinks that I'm a completely different type of person than what I really am. Um, <laughs> of course, it's been the Blackout Tips Podcast. Find us on theblackouttips.com. Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And you can always call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We respond to those on Sundays. Uh, my mom's graduating on Thursday, so we're going to have to change the date of the show this week. Yeah. We're playing it by ear. We'll figure out what we're going to do with that, but we will promise to get you a show in the middle of uh, the week sometime. Yes. Um, and, uh, damn, Karen, we made a two-hour show out of nothing with impromptu guests. Hey. Uh, so till yes. next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Ho, uh-huh. ho, you are not ho. ready, unstoppable, dynasty, young ho. I'm a hustler, baby, ho. I just uh-huh. want you to know, ho. Let you know. it ain't where I've been, but where I'm ho. about to go, top of the world, young and I, I just wanna love you, just wanna love but you. be who I am, I know you love me, and ho. with all this cash, more money, more problems. you forget your man, now give it to me. Give me that funk, that, that sweet, that, that nasty, that, that gushy uh, stuff. But don't bullshit me. Come on. Give yeah. me that funk, that uh, sweet, that yeah. nasty, that gushy yeah. stuff. When the Remy's in the system, ain't no telling when I fuck him, will I diss him? That's what they be yelling. I'm a pin by blood, not relation. Y'all be chasing, I'll be placed dumb, huh? Drunk on Chris, money on E. Can't keep a little model hands off me. Both in the club, high singing on key. And I wish I never it gets better, ordered another round It's about to go down Got six model chicks, six bottles of Chris Four velvet ass, got weed everywhere What do you say, me, you and your Chloe glasses uh-huh. Go somewhere private where we could discuss fashion Like Prada blouse, Gucci bra, okay. filth margin Take that off, give it to me Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff But don't bullshit me Come on, give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff The narrative, you saving it for marriage. Uh-huh. Let's keep it real, man. You saving it for carriage. Uh-huh. You wanna see how far I'ma go, how much I'ma spend, but you already know. Z 
Sit zero, stingy with the Nero. Might buy you crisp, but that about it. Might light your wrist, but that about it. Fuck it, I might wipe you and buy your nice whips. Mom, but you really gotta ride nice dick. Know how to work your hips and your head's priceless. Confess you love the hove and I never let you down. Get you bling like the Neptune sound. Okay, hot hole, too hot to hold. Ladies love me long time like Tupac's soul. Only way to roll, jiggering two ladies, too cold. Motorola, two way pace. Come give it to me. Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. What the bullshit mean? Come on, give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. Come give it to me. Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. What the bullshit mean? Mama, give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know.